Hey, welcome to the Behind the Scene Podcast. The show is harder than a special beam cannon. Maybe if you subscribe to the channel, more ladies will like you. Back to the gorilla audio, man. At least, at least it's dependable, you know. <laughs> man, this 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 last month on Discord, man, it's just been like from when that B roll you record. Oh shit! The freaking the Batman review where I'm going out every couple seconds. You can barely make out what I'm saying at the end of my sentences, and then man. the last B roll we did, solid three hours, two hours, man. And uh, Craig recording 30 minutes, I didn't get that, like, notification. Like, I'm not paying attention to that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking that when we disconnect and rejoin that recording. And somehow, you know, I split into two when Orion showed up to segue into a new topic. And it's like, oh, find out later that he stopped recording 20 minutes into my conversation with D. Smith. So, (laughs) yeah. It's... (laughs) Oh man, it's so, been rough, man. It's been rough. So is this like a is, is this a public service announcement to the listeners? Or, you know what I'm saying? How how we treating this here, man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this has been, I mean, in combination of just technical difficulties and uh, just life catching up. I mean, schoolwork kind of uh for me personally, just kind of gearing up a little bit and um just you know, different priorities, trying to get some schoolwork done, getting stuff for comics and writing, writing more and just being more, I guess, productive on all those avenues. So it's it's choppy, man. It's hard to dice up your time and dedicate it to everything. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you got to prioritize what you what you do so you can get better in certain things. So unfortunately, Apologize to the listeners. The podcast did fell a little bit to the wayside, and there was more content, but we've just been having some technical difficulties. So we, I'm, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll try to be more back on it and releasing some more stuff on YouTube and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah, and I mean, I anticipate, you know, I'm anticipating being able to get on somewhat of a regular recording schedule over the summertime. So you know, mm-hmm. that'll. That that'll be prime time, man. That'll that'll really be the time to kind of kind of ramp it up, as far as all of that is concerned, man. So, but this yeah, it's, it's been good, man. It's been good. Uh, get you back on here, man, because it's been like it's been like what a month. Seems like it's yeah, been like a bro. month and a half. Yeah, yeah, bro. man. But Discord, bro, like, <laughs> <laughs> man, it had a good run. I don't know what happened. It had a good run, and then all of a sudden. And it got worse when I started paying for it. That's the part that pissed me off, man. <laughs> I, I'm paying for these nitro boosts that supposedly increase increase data. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's supposed to increase data quality and recording quality. And I'm getting the worst performance when I start paying for it. Before when I was doing it for free. So that's really that's that really pretty much sent me over the edge right there. I'm like, I I, I can't can't do this anymore. This is I don't I don't understand it. Yeah, man, shit is, shit is crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, 
how how crazy is it that we go from joking? We were joking about, you know, what I'm saying the Skype era of the podcast, <laughs> and then right. the next two, the next two episodes to get recorded on Discord just completely, you know, what I'm saying burn out, <laughs> and then we're right back to the gorilla audio. <laughs> uh app karma i guess you know app karma i guess man oh shit jesus but um but we here man we're back for a little b-roll tonight it's been a lot of things happening ezra miller has lost his mind in hawaii and uh, <laughs> i'm gonna pray for all you hawaiians out there you know what i mean like i'm Unfortunately for his safety, I think he hasn't messed with any Samoans, so that's probably the reason why he's still, Yo, you know, not uh, hospitalized by now. But uh, yeah. yeah, and 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 from what you were saying, man, there there might be a classic movie in theaters right now. Oh wait, say again, a classic movie in theaters right now. Yeah. With uh, you talking about uh, Dumbledore shit? Nah, nah, I'm talking about um the one joint you was telling me about, man. Everything. At once, I don't. I know I didn't say the name correctly, but it was a joint with Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think everything, everywhere at once with Michelle mm-hmm. Yeoh. Dude, man, that, that's 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 a classic joint. That's a modern yeah, age classic. Let, let's get into that, man. Let's get into that. I want to get your take on that, bro. I I bet bet. So I heard about this film online. Just great reviews. Just. You know, just kind of just nice word of mouth on the internet about it. And I asked my friend who I know is a Harry Potter fan. I was like, hey, man, you you know, you you like Harry Potter one. You want to check? You going to check out the Dumbledore shit? And he actually told me I'm a, I'd rather see the everything everywhere at once. So I'm like, all right, cool. Bet. Because I was going to see it like two weeks ago, two weekends ago, right after Sonic. And I just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went I went this Sunday well, Easter Sunday. And no expectations. I knew it kind of dealt with the multiverse kind of thing. I saw a trailer for it. I think when I saw Batman or something, uh, the Batman, and I was just, I was just astonished, man. The execution of the idea of kind of like an indie film version of like the multiverse. You know what I mean? It kind of had that aspect of uh, the multiverse meets the Matrix meets sort of like Inception, but hmm. with like. But with like a, a core family storyline, where it's 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 complex, but it's also simplistic at the same time. It's really hard to describe. Um, the the acting is is Michelle Yao should just get numerous awards for it. Everyone from here is from top to bottom excellent. I didn't even know that the main male the character interest, uh, the the main love interest basically the main male character for this film i forgot his name but he plays short round he's short round from um the indiana jones films and oh his, yeah yeah and this is just him as as a, an adult all grown up you know middle-aged or whatnot man and and he just put on one hell of a performance of just acting because he had to act out basically different versions of himself from different Ver, um, realities too so this was like a, just a whoa like where I don't know where he's been since Indiana Jones he might have been cutting up in indies I don't know man but I'm glad some reappeared now for this film dude but uh, I mean just some synopsis for the listeners out there is this basic story of Michelle Yao's character is is like based, overstressed overworked 
laundry laundry mat manager who owns a business with her husband and takes care of her her father and takes care of her daughter and pretty much their their the life sucks as a family and you know she's stressed they owe um they owe taxes they owe money to the irs essentially and um oh gosh i i cannot believe name uh um Ah, uh, gosh, I can't, I, uh, Jamie, uh, hold on, man. Jeez, dude, I, for, I can't believe I forgot a name. I'm not even drinking right now. I must, I must be tired, man. <laughs> but, um, but they owe taxes and she's trying to keep the family kind of like, she's just all business. And then she gets kind of a weird signal from the multiverse saying that she does these actions things will change and it's up to her to save all of reality because of this super crazy kind of villain that's after her because she has the key to save everything. So it's, it's just really, I know it's a lot of, I know that might've been a mouthful, but when you see it, it, it explains itself in a simplistic way, in a very artistic way of just, um, it's, it's got martial arts, it's ha- it has comedy, it has drama, it has romance. It has mm-hmm. just a really, I think in a lot of films and it felt very genuine. Okay. Um, so yeah, yeah. With, with that being said, then like, because it, it 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 brings up an interesting question that they kind of had me thinking about this here. Um, mm-hmm. we're in this, you know, in the April, we're going into the summer season of movies. You know, we kind of okay. talked about this before of how you get that. Normally, in years past, the first quarter of the year tends to be a little bit slower as far as Mm. movies that you're going to the theater to see, you know? And as we are in our adult lives now, and, like, going to the movies now is something you really got to commit time to. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really have to commit time to get up, make a drive, whatever, because there's so many things that are going on. Mm-hmm. Is this the kind of movie that you would say warrants going out of your way to see in theaters? Is this one of those things where if I don't see this in the theater, I'm not going to get the kind of experience that I would get watching this from home? Most definitely. This is this mm-hmm. is a go to theater. Go to movies see experience. It, it deserves your money. Uh, this is one of those films where people talk about lack of originality or lack of, mm-hmm. you know, just everything kind of cookie cutter and by the numbers. This is a film that's essentially made to basically establish that, hey, there's still creativity. You know, there's still movie magic that doesn't mm-hmm. require a big blockbuster budget. You know what I mean? Like there's still creativity. There's still different. There's still, um, you know, I, it's just bull. I've learned going to the school. There's just it's bullshit how there's no original ideas and Hollywood has run out of ideas. That's bullshit. Hollywood, there's plenty of ideas, plethora of ideas. It's just these companies playing it safe and picking up whatever can get the best return on investment. So this is one of those gems that just got approved. And I don't think it has a big budget. It has a lot of heart. And the execution was really flawless, man. So this is something when you go, I got similar feelings to this, like when I saw Tenet. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. In the theater. Okay. This was like a yeah. similar feeling I got, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so definitely, it, it deserves your money for sure to go to theaters and see. So I guess, so in a different era, let's say, let's say we just, we hopped in a time machine and we went back to, let's say 2006, 2007, right? right? This would be one of those that would be in the DVD collection. This would be in the DVD collection, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think this would have been possible back in 2006, 2007 from a special effect point of view. But something mm-hmm. like this is going straight to DVD. This is a straight to DVD film back then, 2006. It's not oh, because man. the concept is is it helps that the superhero genre. You were saying like with the with the special effects and everything like that, they might not have been able to pull it off in that other era. But I guess the question that I was trying to ask is, do you think that do you think that in because I guess the way I'm trying to trying to envision this movie is this is one of these movies that you would see and you want to come back to it you know when i mentioned the dvd collection i'm saying this in terms of a movie that you know you're you're enjoying and you're always going to enjoy it no matter mm-hmm. how much time passes because you're able to attach that cinematic movie theater experience to it and then each time you watch it after that, there's still a piece of that experience that carries over. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely, most definitely. It's just the the characters and the story that just every, the, the chemistry and the story itself, it's it's really, it's a it's a family drama. It's like, it's, weirdly enough, it's a, it's a rated R family drama. Very modern, you know, very modern. It gives you uh, such a, like an insight to the Asian American experience, so to speak, too, as well. That I would say, honestly, it's gives more of an insight to that culture than a movie like Shang Chi. To be honest with you, on a sense of just because it's a little bit, it's fantastical, but it's, it's all uh, Michelle Yao's character Evelyn has to take that old world kind of old time feel, and he, that her daughter Joy is uh, from, is LGBTQ and has a white girlfriend. And she keeps that secret from him, you know, and it's just a lot of just a lot like a lot of clash of like customs and traditions. And, you know, they own a laundromat. So they're you know, they have that business side to them, too. Um, and just it's just it's just a, it's just a nice insight to that culture. You just you just really feel for Evelyn. She is the worst version of herself, which makes her unique. <laughs> so she literally can see her lifestyle if she made different choices. And they're pretty much all better. She all has better outcomes from different verses. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like her accepting that myself. But also she fixes all views her husband differently. She views her father differently. It's one of those. I, I definitely go see it again. And, uh, you know, it's just got bits and pieces of like Kung Fu hustle in there. You know what I'm saying? With the, the fight choreography and the humor. Matrix in there being like plugged up, like of, of explaining things of how you can inherit different attributes from a different reality of yourself by you know or different acquiring skill sets that's it's just it's just fun man and really imaginative and and it's definitely one one for the books i probably i probably say it's my number one movie for 2022 so far i mean 
it, yeah, man. Like, I I need to go see this joint, man. I need to I need to get a get around to seeing that joint, man, because I feel like, and we've we've kind of discussed this earlier, and some we'll probably talk about a little bit later here, but I feel like with streaming being what it is now, when you go to the movies, it feels even more of a necessity for I need to be able to come away with something when I when I go to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I need to walk away mm-hmm. from that with some type of experience that is going to matter to where I could justify not only spending whatever it's going to cost to go, but the sacrifice of my time to sit there and stop mm-hmm. everything that I'm doing with my life and consume this entertainment. Uh, it sounds like this movie is the embodiment of that. And I'm kind of pissed off that just, you know, with finals and everything like that coming up this week, it's a little bit kind of, it's a little bit disappointing, man, that time just isn't there. But <laughs> definitely, yeah, um, yeah. When, when the time is right, man, I'm going to get around and taking this joint out, man. So scale of one to ten, right. how we, how we, how we rating this joint, brother? How we rating this joint? Um, You know what I'm saying? I, I think uh, I'm going to have a little bit new scale, per se, in the sense that mm-hmm. this, in terms of execution, successfully, it, it told its message. Okay. If, I mean, Movie Bob gave it a 10 out of 10. I'm giving this thing a 10 out of 10. Just just on the execution and everything that was, it was intended. Just very, just very mad. This is, but it's still accessible or, or this indie critic to really dig into, you know, it's not like a slow movie indie film where just drama and no special effects. It has bits and pieces of everything where people of all ages can really go for the ride and enjoy it. So it, it's a, so you good luck to anyone out there who's trying to go see this film because I know it's difficult to find screenings for this thing, uh, especially with I think Doctor Strange around the corner. But if you can't, I I say <laughs> deserve it when it first comes out on a home release for sure. I'm probably gonna cop the blue hey. ring. Oh, it's okay. So yeah, I I I guess okay. So, and this is just right off of the dome here, bro. But I think Hi, man. I I think with with our reviews, scale of one to ten might be a little bit too cookie cutter, man. I think uh-huh. the way that you know from here on out, when it comes to reviews, we should judge it on the scale of, am I gonna stream it later on? Or uh-huh. will I cop it for the collection? I mm. think that's that's the new scale that we need okay. to judge this on. You know, because gotcha, gotcha. Switch it up. I like that. There's plenty of movies out there that we could say are, you know, eight out of ten, whatever, highly rated, but am I really gonna spend my money on this just so that I can have a a version of it for myself? Or Am I willing mm. to just say, you know what? At some point, I'll watch it on whatever streaming service it's on. Like that should be the new scale on the behind the scene podcast. <laughs> so, you know, all right. So, so I got it. I got it right here. We're gonna say one time watch, streaming, or for the collection. And from what you're saying, this is one that's for the collection. Definitely one of those for the collection, man. This is this is a gem that I will keep on giving to. You know, you have family that comes over, 
they never seen it. This is something you could throw on, you can rewatch it and enjoy it again with them. You know what I'm saying? Um, it just, I mean, it just got very imaginative ways of like killing and harming people, but also not harming people in the same time. It's hmm. it's it's weird to say. Like there are times where there's damage to be intended, or there's times that, like of course it's self defense. But there's also a, like a cool sequence where, like you, she doesn't want to harm them. She wants to basically like heal them. So it's like martial arts, but in a way, she's the end result is her healing them with making them happy. You know, just very imaginative ways like that happens per se. Um, it's just it's just one of those man. You got to cop this joint. This is one for the collection, and uh, you know, there's there's no other way about it if you like films this is this gotta go in there not not these don't it, these kind of films don't roll around especially in the streaming era they just so is there any chance for a sequel or is this a good one-off this is a great one-off you know there's there's it concludes it concludes and there's no there's no sequel there's i would hate to see a a spin-off sure be I mean, with the premise, it's with the technology or the ability to do that. There's more they could do with it, mm-hmm. but with the set of characters, the the character arc is complete. There's no, there's no reason to return to this cast of characters, or um, they could take the they could take some of the premise and put it to a different cast. But it'd be hard to top what they did with this film for damn sure. Okay, okay, I dig that. I dig that. Um. Okay, so moving on. I mean, there's to... no, there's no other film. Oh my bad. Oh, go ahead. You, no, no, no. Keep cooking, brother. My bad. You got it. <laughs> go ahead, I, I was gonna say, there's no other film where you're gonna see. Um, it just has that, just a bizarreness, otherworldliness to it, but also just a cinematic core value of just family dynamic and uh, family drama, and just you know, just being happy. Everyone has those times in life where you just feel like, man, this is so mundane or et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it just has everything in it, man. Definitely got to go cop this joint. Okay. I, I dig that, brother. I dig that, man. This is this is one for the collection. So mm-hmm. on, the, on the flip side to that coin, man, the flip side to that coin, you mentioned, oh, man. And on that note, I do want to just say something here. I'm going to apologize to whoever our listeners are out there. I'm going to apologize for the review that we did for the Batman on this behind the scene podcast. Uh, I, I, I have to say, at least <laughs> in, 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 my, in my personal opinion, I think that might have been like one of the worst reviews that we've ever done. I think the excitement that we had towards talking about the movie bled into us just going on tangents on top of tangents uh-huh. and not really discussing the movie so you know that's that's our bad on that that's that's our bad on that between that and, and the liquor kicking in a little bit that day i gotta say we could have did better on that one you know and apologies to the listeners i myself personally I, I couldn't even get through the whole the whole podcast, man. But mm. that's our bad on that one. I, 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 I as a co-host of this show, I gotta I gotta call it when it's when it's there. And personally, I think we could have done a little bit better with that review, brother. I mean, 
We could have done a little bit better. We could have. We could have. Up and we'll, we'll, we're gonna do pre- for a big film like that. We're we're gonna have to set ourselves an hour limit tops. Mm-hmm. That kind mm-hmm. of thing, man. For real, for real. We we could just do a straight up review and then we can do like bonus DLC on the, all, all the other aspects of the film. You know what I'm saying? But um, right, right. Yeah, we did a review that was pretty much as long as the movie. That uh, almost as long as the film. And I gotta give a big shout out to my artist Mario because. He listened to the whole thing. Oh, he did, man. and uh, <laughs> and he he agreed with most of what we were saying. He just had a few criticisms, and uh, we talked about it, or whatever. But a big shout out to him, man, because he listened to the whole thing and he actually provided a uh, feedback on on his criticism and what he told me about <clears> the <throat> film. And um, but yeah, it, it it could be it could we need to shorten these things up and. Definitely, I, I I do agree. It's one of our weakest reviews we put out there. We just were so excited, and we yep. ain't talking a couple. You know, we it was it was just excitement in the fact that we haven't been talking in a minute. So I I I, I do want to say I we I apologize also for that two hour and forty minute rant slash review. Two hour and forty oh, minute. Two hours. But the Catwoman segment was great. The Catwoman <laughs> segment was was, was pretty. Fun. Like, that's the one little nugget. You know, I think we have one or two nuggets in there that came out of that whole three-hour segment. <laughs> yeah, man. But, well, yeah, bro. Like, that was that was rough. And also, I'm going to say shout-out to D. Smith, too, man. Shout-out shout out to D. Smith for trying to, you know what I'm saying? Because D. Smith was trying to conduct himself as professionally yeah, as possible. He was, he was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He was. He was he was, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man. B. Smith was really trying to conduct himself as a podcast professional, and you know, I, I, I we, we kind of fucked it up a little bit, man. But you know, live and learn, man. Live and learn. But I, <laughs> on the behalf, on the behalf of the behind the scene podcast, and anyone that that might have attempted to listen to that review and didn't make it through that review, that's our bad. But yeah, in, in, in the future. In the future, we will be going on the clock in mm-hmm. relation to touching on some of these and reviewing some of these major releases that come out. It worked. I think it worked for us when we reviewed the Eternals because it was mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, this is this is the way that it should be. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, with the Batman, it just, I don't know, man. It was a little bit of a cluster. <laughs> Live and learn, bro. Yeah, yeah. We need like the Dave Chappelle put up like sound sound bite or something like that. Um, yeah. that'd be kind of funny. Like some kind of wrap it up. Like Sonic tapping his wrist, Yo. looking at the screen. Like that shit would have showed up if that was a video cast, man. Like, yeah, man. And, and uh, that's a good segue. Good segue. So speaking of Sonic, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog two is another movie mm. that you were able to see in theaters, man. There's a lot of I could tell by what you were putting up in the Discord and some of the things that I was reading online that mm-hmm. there are a lot of things that went right with this movie that we kind of expected could have gone wrong. So mm. before getting into the finer point <clears throat> of the movie, I want to ask you this question here, man. Like, is based off of what you saw, you were in the theater. In 2020, to see Sonic, uh, you were in the theater to see this movie. 
in April yep. of this year. We did a very in-depth and I think one of our finer discussions about adaptations of video games to live action. Please check that out on the YouTube channel. Is this movie the new standard for video game adaptations to live action? The new standard, I think, especially for like a PG family oriented film, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the bar. I think Mario Mario is going to have to 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 do some work here on 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 their part. I think there's a little bit more heat on their side. The pressure is on Nintendo to succeed on films because Sega got the ball, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think and adaptations. This was a this was a it was a good family film. You got to also remember that it's not for specifically our age group, so you got to have a dance number in there for the kids. And I heard basically, uh, you know, my cousin's two sons, they're big Sonic fans. They were dancing during the dance number of the film. So, okay, mission accomplished on that part. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you, you just have to, again, take it as, okay, this is a family film. But they also going to put some pieces in there for the fans and older fans to enjoy. You know what I mean? Like, right, there's a right. joke where, what uh, I forgot the main, um, the love interest, her sister... She talking about she preparing for the wedding, this and this and that. I even waxed my, and then they oh. interrupted her before the end of that joke. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the kids ain't hey. gonna get that. That was for us, you know. And you know what? It's funny too because that like I wish I knew her name off the top of my head. But I, she doesn't miss. I know. She does not. No, miss. no. She was good. She had a good scenes in there. She was. Uh, let me look her up. Because she was, she played the role of Kelly on Insecure, which was on HBO over the last couple of years. And, like, she is one of the most hilarious people that you could see anywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if some of her stuff was improv. Like, she doesn't miss, bro, at all. Oh, man. Um, So, again, this is is the standard. This is the standard, definitely, for live-action adaptation. You make it accessible for everyone. There was that element of why we even like Sonic in there. They, I think they, they did a uh, good job with that. The middle part of the film does fall a little bit with Tails joining after Tails. After the excitement, <laughs> like, oh, shit, Tails is in this movie. And then they start the adventure together. A little bit of a, a, little bit of a slowdown. Uh, yo, yo. It picks back up. There's some... Yo, can you hear me? This is Cell, not yet perfect as you can tell. And even I wouldn't absorb Amber Heard. That filthy bitch. As Future would say, she belongs to the streets. So, yeah, like like you were saying, bro, you were saying like <clears throat> that this, this movie was obviously still catered towards kids a little bit. But there are some mm-hmm. things that they put in there for some of the adults to catch that might go overhead a little bit for the younger viewers. So that works in favor of the movie to keep everything flowing and keep everybody engaged, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it does, it does. And, you know, I think Sonic, you just have to take this interpretation of him as sort of just like a kid. You know, the the kind of spunky, wisecracking, not wisecracking, the spunky attitude one that we want sort of from video games is just not in this one, per se. But... When you have him with tails and you have him interrupt with, with, with knuckles and him kind of taking charge, it kind of all comes together in the end. 
and the story is 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 pretty linear it's it's, it's pretty much i wouldn't say it's a it's a it's a little bit a beat for beat from the first film in the sense like oh sonic's new to the world now it's like oh we have two new characters new to the world and we still have jim carrey dr robotnik just trying to deal using knuckles and you know you're just going for the character interactions and you're going to see Idris elba killed it as knuckles he did a great job knuckles i found was funny entertaining i'm sorry for the knuckle fans who are a little upset that he was kind of played kind of played like drax a little bit like he's he kind of takes everything in a literal sense so he comes off i guess dumb to people or whatever but you know i i i felt fine with with, with the way he was portrayed i'm not gonna be a a knuckles echidna aficionado and be like oh knuckles will play for dumb again like he was tough you know knuckles is tough man he's tough he's tough in the film he 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 put his hands on sonic man he sonic sonic was having some problems i mean so he gave sonic some work hands <laughs> man in this film man he did he did and sonic was just like i i can't handle this you know what i mean um so I think Jim Carrey's Dr. Robotic routine, I think his first film did slightly better because it was the introduction, but he still had, he still had a good time in this one, in the second mm-hmm. film for sure. But I, I honestly, man, it's the, pretty much the last 20 minutes of the film, they give you the MCU Avenger feel and makes you feel like, okay, here we go. I got my, I got my money's worth, so to speak, if we're being honest with you. Okay, um, so, yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, then, I mean, you mentioned something in the in the discord that kind of just has me a little bit interested here. And what I'm wondering about is, okay, is Sonic the Hedgehog? Okay, no, before we get to that, before we get to that, back to my original question. So the original question was, is this the new standard for a movie that can be financially successful and also somewhat you know reliable in terms of critical reception i think prior to Mm -hmm. everything like the highest rated rotten tomatoes movie based on a video game was rampage and that was still like 50 something percent i don't know what the current it was like 50 something percent with the rock and, and the rock did his thing in in a rampage rampage was okay for what it was that they did there you know but with sonic the hedgehog have we reached are we actually at that moment now where we could come away from this and say this was actually a good movie or are we still going off of the standard of or the idea the normal thought press process of well it was a good video game movie are we there yet, or is this another step towards getting there? I would say, I would say it's another step getting there because it's not quite like I. I can't say that it's a. Is it a good family? Because it has to be pretty much a good family film, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I, I can't say that enjoyed this over. Encanto is definitely more quality. But I would probably watch more scenes in this than in Kanto because I'm more of a song. I would say it's a, it's not a good. Is it a good family film? And I think I think it's a decent family film. I think it's something for all ages. I don't think I think it's towards that stepping stone of like 
overall great film. It's not a Toy Story. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's not The Lion King. It's it's in the middle per se. You know what I'm saying? It's in the middle. Probably, and I wouldn't say that, but. Damn it, Bobby, why are you listening to this? On, on, on real, like, just getting away from entertainment and all of that, this is what I'm going to say here, man. When it uh, comes to... When it, when it comes to podcasting and actually trying to do this in a way that is entertaining and also kind of fun for us... Mm-hmm. It's frustrating as hell dealing with technical difficulties, man. It like, is because it's not because it, the thing is, like, as as a co-host, and I mean, with you editing and chopping down and and doing everything there, we're not intentionally trying to put out a bad product. You no. know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to hear sloppy audio. Mm-mm. Nobody. Nobody wants. Nobody oh. wants to hear sloppy audio. Nobody has time for that, you know. But I, it, we'll, we'll get this shit together, man. We'll, we'll yeah, get- yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get it together. I mean, for the Sonic review, man. Like, uh, do you care about spoilers? Because honestly, I I could probably get nah. a little bit of the spoilers, and then no, nah, and- let's let's get into it because I want to know what I want to know is like where where are we going after this? You know, <clears throat> we've, <throat> we've we've gotten Sonic. And Sonic 2 in the span of two years in the middle right. at the beginning and kind of, you know, wherever we are currently with our with the, with the situation that began in 2020. So we're going to Sonic 3 soon, too. Yep. Guaranteed. Right. So, so Paramount Pictures has scored an obvious W with this IP. And you got to keep in mind, like. Initially, everybody hated the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog. They hated Mm -hmm. it. They went back to the lab. They touched up some of the CGI, put the movie out at the beginning of 2020, did what they had to do. And then two years later, they put another one out that makes even more money than the one that came out two years ago. So right now, they they got the juice. They got the juice. Incredible. I I didn't predict that. You know what I'm saying? I I thought it was going to do almost as good or a little bit below. I did not expect mm-hmm. it to do even more than the first time, especially in this the quote unquote, you know, pandemic era, man. Like, you know, it's Sonic 3 is coming out. It's it's a success, man. Knuckles mm-hmm. is getting his own spin-off show on Paramount Plus. Like whoa, they're already whoa, they're already whoa, branching dude. this shit off. You know? What? Yeah. Knuckles spin-off on Paramount Plus. They're already spinning this shit off, bro. So okay, so now with that are we talking CGI animation? How are they going about doing this? It's 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 got to be live action because it's it's based off the the movie. So it's Knuckles. So I think Idris Elba is going to return. They're going to do kind of like a Disney Plus kind of thing with Sonic with Paramount Plus. It's going to be live action. I mean, I'm not mad at that. If if this is if they've been successful with doing what they got to do with this, I'm not mad at that. So now getting into some spoiler territory, bro. Let's let's break it down, man. All right. Cool, cool. So uh, what I liked about this was basically the last 30 minutes of the film, they say, okay, we need to give you something that's going to make you feel like you got your money's worth. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, the family shit, you know, the lessons for the kids. Cool. 
They basically gave Jim Carrey the Chaos Emerald, have him <laughs> build the big robotic um, mecha. You know the one. You know the big one that you you have to hit the top of, and he crawl and uh, he like moves slowly and shit from from the games. They yep, give you a, a, Yep, they give you the fan service. They give you the big kaiju sized robotic mecha with Jim Carrey controlling it with the Chaos Emerald. You get the team up of Knuckles, Sonic, and Tails. Mm-hmm. All of them doing their own little missions to stop the machine. And uh, we see the Chaos Emerald get shattered with Sonic. And Dr. Robotnik stomps on Sonic with the with the mecha robot. And then all of a sudden, you know, you know when the Chaos Emerald breaks, you know what's gonna happen. The fans oh, know yeah. what's gonna happen. The kids don't know. I don't know unless you play the game, but we already right. know what's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? That that foot comes up. And we start seeing that 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 yellow flame, you know what I mean? We start seeing that yellow aura, man. They gave us supersonic oh, man. in the second movie, man. They gave us supersonic <laughs> in the second movie. That shit yeah, was cool. Man. I ain't gonna lie, man. That shit, they pulled that shit off nicely, man. I ain't gonna lie. I was not expecting that. There was no spoilers for that for me, whatever. I just I just like, oh shit, we getting supersonic. As soon as the side of Chaos Emerald uh get destroyed i'm like we uh we're gonna get soup sunk in this shit and we cool flame effect it was it was it was dope man and he just he just he just busted up that damn machine dude so we got supersonic in the second in the second film and then we got the teaser for the third villain you we already called it we called it in, in, the, in, the, in the in the in the podcast on uh, the sonic 2 hype video but we get in the the teaser for shadow as the post credit scene for in this in this film so, you know, we get we're getting shadow for the third. Now, Sorry, Metal was, Sonic. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I talked to D Smith. I said Metal Sonic would work for the Knuckles spinoff. I think they might do it for that. I, I I'd be happy with that. That's fair. So yeah. now, how how did they set this up? Like, what's the, walk me through the 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 post credit scene with Shadow the Hedgehog? I mean, was it like the <laughs> Is it, is it what I'm thinking it was? Because I'm just imagining, you know, they did the basic whole, you know, he's in a test tube sleeping and then the eyes <laughs> is, is that pretty oh, much how they man. did it? Oh, dude, they dialed it up. They phoned it. They literally phoned it in. So at the end of the film, you know, the, the, the egg robot machine is destroyed and they can't find Dr. Robotnik, the police. They're searching for him. We can't find Dr. Robotnik. He's gone missing. Then the, the lead detective shows up saying... Hey, we just found this this file out of nowhere. It seems like 50 years ago, this doc, this scientist created this creation, and we see Shadow in the frozen tube with his eyes closed, and we know, and then his eyes didn't open, but they 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 did they showed the full tube and exposure of him in there, so we already know what. Uh, because he's he here all along. He was here all along and 50 been... years ago. Oh man, he was here all <laughs> along, right? Yep, yep. So I got no doubt Jim Carrey's gonna probably come back for the third film. Um, I, it's just too much Mulan, man. Like office opening his career, if you think about. It. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I Ask, do, you know. Yeah, and and don't don't get me wrong. Like I do, kind of. I see a scenario like I don't think Sonic Three, whenever it comes out, Sonic Three probably won't be a good movie. Mm-hmm. You know. If we're just going off of the law of averages here and what we know mm-hmm. about these Hollywood blockbusters, 
most times, like, if it's not attached to the MCU, most times you're on number three. That's when everybody puts on a little bit of weight. Everybody's yep. a little bit tired, you know, <laughs> and, and we're just the effort, the effort and the energy really isn't there. And right. it's not as fresh as it was before. So, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that they're going to limp to the finish line, but just the fact that we're going to get a trilogy of Sonic movies is the victory in itself. And the other part of it, it, just, it sounds like Paramount Pictures has a name brand under their umbrella they have that name brand ip under their umbrella and hopefully i mean hopefully this means that in about another year they'll be working on tomb raider you know there'll be another tomb raider hopefully like they already have halo on their streaming platform hopefully who knows True. you know what i mean who knows yeah, like yeah. this this could be an avenue for paramount pictures to really be the main mm -hmm. Hollywood studio that really kind of tries to get their niche with video game adaptations. I wouldn't be True. mad at that. It's, they could pull it off. It's possible yeah. that they could pull it off. You know what I'm saying? They've proven it thus far. I just think they got to keep their energy going. Once we're done with Sonic, what's next? What can we do? Oh, what else man. can we do there? Well, we you, we we got the announcement. I mean, before I oh. move on to, I guess all the all Ooh. the other stuff. Before yes, I move sir. on, to that, I'll say that yes. kid, if you're a gamer, go see it. If you got a family, go see it. If you're not, just mm -hmm. stay stay with. You, you know, if you didn't rob with the first, just don't. It's, it's, go mm -hmm. see the second. Go check it out. If you're a video game Sonic fan, check it out just for the last thirty minutes by himself. Jim Carrey doing his thing and Knuckles, um, Idris Elba's Knuckles is entertaining as well. So that yeah, that'd be man. it, man. Yeah, but. The news, though, the news of a potential Sega-verse, because, Man. look, we, 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 got, we got some mad talent for this project. We got the director of John Wick Man, wanting to do a Streets it. of Rage film. What? Hey, 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 what? hey, 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 go ahead and lead us off, brother. Go ahead and lead on, us off. Man. Talk about it, bro. Talk about it. I mean, we, we got the news this week that they, they're going to do a Streets of Rage movie with John Wick, the talent behind. You can't get a better combination than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be hands and feet in them theaters, man, with a booming-ass soundtrack. The Like, it's going to be dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Like, yo, it's going to be it's gonna be hype, man. Like, this is – they they pull this off, man. This is Shamu, who's next? Shamu? You know, like the Sega versus real jets, jet set radio, like crazy taxi, like the doors is off, man. When it comes to, to Sega, man, and, and just big ups to them. They, they, it's gonna, they're gonna pull it off. They're gonna pull man. it off. And, I think the Sega versus in the works for movies. And, and I like this. I'm not gonna lie, bro. This is the kind of shit that I'm here for. I like, I like that there is some, there's a risk that's being taken here, you know. Even mm -hmm. if it doesn't work, I like that there's effort being put into it to give us something different than what we got out there, man. Like, word. Streets of Rage fucking movie, dog. Like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, right. that's, that's just going to be the kind of, ah, man. I'm Like, that's cheesecake right there, bro. That's, that's cheesecake. cheesecake. That's good that's the, cheesecake, man. Man, you know, PG-13, 
PG thirteen mm-hmm. kind of like not necessarily super gritty, but that PG thirteen borderline slapstick kind of mm-hmm. violence. Like we need that, man. We need we really, that, man. Yeah, we need the culture. <laughs> the culture. The culture needs the kind of shit right here because that's entertainment. I can I can go see a Streets of Rage movie and enjoy it for what it is. That mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a great kind of movie that defines the genre. It doesn't have to do any of that. All it has to do is give some guys getting their asses whooped and slammed through tables and that soundtrack <laughs> in the background. That soundtrack. Like, the soundtrack got a slam. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Man. That's it. That's it. Man, man, man. Yo, I'm gonna send dude. you a uh I'm gonna send you a YouTube video from um this channel that I check out, uh Rice K. He does like man, I'm gonna send you the joint. He has the hard the hardest uh remake of the Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack that I've heard online, Ooh, man. Okay, I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm gonna send I'm gonna send it to you, and uh-huh. when you hear it. When you hear it, you gonna you, you're gonna agree, man. You're gonna agree. But I bet, bet, bet. But but, but yeah, yeah dog, like Streets of Rage, oh, like man. See, we kind of marking out right now. But I mean, we good. are. But it's 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 that tough because we excited. It's not like oh, say Sonic. This wouldn't have happened without Sonic succeeding. This is the fruits mm-hmm. of the labor of Sonic and Paramount Plus's uh, risk. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like it's in good hands. It's one mm-hmm. thing. Oh man, they're doing a Streets of Rage movie. This shit's gonna suck. Like the fact that our attitude is different about it tells you that there's definitely some progress being made on the video game live action front. You know what I mean? Like yes, sir. You got John Wick. Like this dude can do it. Almost any other action movie he wants to do. You know what I'm saying? He can yep. do it. The fact that he chose Streets of Rage. Come on, man. That tells you something. That tells you all you yeah. need to know. For real. That tells uh, you all I, you need to know. Yeah. We are like, yeah, man. It's 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 getting real out here, man. I like it. I like hey, it. Oh, you know what? If it makes Illumination start shitting the pants, good, good, <laughs> good. Put some put some put some damn heat on the ass and try to make that shit that Mario movie good, man. I'm not even so like how Sega gonna deliver a Sega verse before Nintendo? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it just man. it just makes you feel angry that Nintendo's all late to this shit. You know what I mean? Like, how are we gonna get four? Mm-hmm. We gonna get four or five Sega films before we get Mario two. Mm-hmm. Straight up, mm-hmm. we gonna get Sonic. We gonna get Sonic three in another two years. We're gonna mm-hmm. get Streets of Rage another like two years. That's that's four films, and they probably gonna squeeze in who knows maybe Crazy Taxi in there or something. We are gonna get probably at least four Sega films on the scoreboard before two Mario films. That, that, with that, that, with <laughs> with knuckles with knuckles on. Paramount Plus. We're knuckles on Paramount Plus. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Sega does <laughs> with Nintendo. <laughs> oh, good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Word, bro. That shit back, man. That shit back like a motherfucker, yo. Sega does with Nintendo. No. Oh, man. I'm, I'm feeling that, bro. Like, you know, I want... I, I, yeah, so they didn't troll. They didn't Mario and Sonic 2, though. They didn't take no shots at them, did they? They didn't do it. I don't think they did it. Uh, it would have been nice if they kept it going. Awesome. Are you talking about some disses in Sonic 2 for Mario? Yeah, yeah. did they take some shots? Nah, no shots. They ain't take no shots, man. I, oh, at least okay. I, didn't, I didn't notice any. They were, just, they were solely focused on, uh, on their own joint. But 
you know, I mean, the shots already taken all time, boys. That's the shot. You know, like Sega <laughs> beat him to the punch. That's the shot. That's uh, it. I dig it. I, I how, dig you that, po- how you beat Pokemon, bro? How does Sonic beat Pokemon? Right. That's true. That's that more money than the fucking Avengers, dude. Like, what are we talking about here? More adults play Pokemon Go than played Sonic than people who played Sonic in the last twenty years. Like, uh, how? <laughs> With Ryan Reynolds and Pikachu, oh man, the shit. Yeah, and we got the blue, hey. we got the blur in this motherfucker getting box office dollars. Come hey. on, hey, that's that's a haymaker right there, man. And somebody has to answer that question. Mm-hmm. Who, who they don't got that? Like somebody has to provide an answer to that question right there, man. Like it's, it's yeah. So the new console wars are gonna be on, on in the in the movie theaters, brother. I like it, man. I'm here for it, man. I'm I'm, I'm here for it. I'm yeah, definitely man. here for it. It's just a little piece of that conversation uh we fucking had on uh, this past Saturday, man. Like, like dog. Like, you know who's next? Hmm. Um, I know you got anything left to say. Wait, what you said? No, I, no. To be honest with you, I'm just looking forward to it, man. Like, I'm. That's the one okay. that I'm gonna keep my eyes on. I'm keeping my eyes on the casting and all of that. If they go young mm. with the cast, if they go mm-hmm. young with the cast of that movie, that tells me they're planning long term, man. Just let me get a hybrid yep. of kick ass. Give me a kick ass hybrid with a little bit of Cobra Kai, and we're good to go, man. Mm. We, we, oh, we, we, yeah. I, I'll yep. see you. At, I'll see you at the movies. You know what I mean? I'll see you at the movies. <laughs> I'm gonna be in there with my damn Nintendo Switch playing Streets of Rage 4 before that shit. I mean my car playing Streets of Rage 4 before Word. These is facts right here, brother. But and that's yeah, that, that's same that's the 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 mind people for a lot for more generations to come. Like that shit's back, bro. Like like that we gonna when we hear kids, nine year olds, eight year olds going Sega, like that's just gonna mean them, bro. Like come on. I need man. that. We need that though. We we need that, man. The streets need that, bro. Word. But next up, man, you know who's next? You know who's really thinking right now? Like, fuck. We gotta get in this shit. Oh man. Hey, you you're right. It's time. It's time. Mm-hmm. You know- it, 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 it. All right, all right. I mean, listen, Mega Man, Mega Man is mm-hmm. like, okay, so how do you envision like, what does that look like? How do we, how do we do, what do we do with Mega Man? Because is that live action kind of dystopian? Like, what is the backdrop for a Mega mm-hmm. Man movie, man? Too easy. Live action, you do, you, you basically borrow the Lita Battle, uh, Lita Battle Angel format. Mm-hmm. That's it. They already did the work. You know what I mean? Mega Man could be CGI, kind of like maybe a mix half CGI and like half um, live action with them. And mm-hmm. then you have you have the robots, CGI, and then you have the humans, humans. You know what I mean? You mix it just like how they are in Sonic. You know what I'm saying? With animals being CGI and the people being real people. So I think that's mm-hmm. that's the thing you do. You don't do, I wouldn't like them to do Mega Man X, but they're going to they're gonna do regular Mega Man first, man. They're going to do regular, uh, regular Mega Man first. Man, just, that just would, that age group. That's it's time. I I agree with you on that because I think there's more. I think that there's more that can be done with the actual story of Mega mm-hmm. Man. Like you can you can actually. T- I mean, 
you could really take that in some kind of directions and tell a story there that really hits. You know what I'm saying? You could do some epic kind of shit with a Mega Man movie that you really can't do with Sonic the Hedgehog because of the way that you're trying to dress it up and, and do everything like that. But Mega Man could really, again, like that whole Blade Runner dystopian mm-hmm. kind of future setting with, you know, I mean, Ghost in the Cell and the Shell was a shitty movie. Terrible. Fucking terrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that mm-hmm. shit was terrible. <laughs> oh. I hear good things about Blade Runner 2049, but if there's a way that you can blend that into Ooh. the if you can blend that into Mega Man and tell this story of you know whatever it is, whatever the story of Mega Man is, if you can like actually make that into something that's engaging. They could really do something special with that. Like that could yeah. really be that really could be one of those that gets put up on the scoreboard that we look at as being like, all right, that's one of the points right there. Because uh, man, you ain't telling no lie, man. You ain't telling no lie. I, I think it's time. I, I think that it's time. before we worry about Street Fighter, um, before we try to focus on on Resident Evil, which is a license to print money. I mean, there's some other stuff that they got with Capcom, but yeah, Mega Man could really be that one that um that that transcends some things, in my opinion, bro. Who mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. I, oh man, I, I want that now. Like, I want to see Mega Man next year. Why is that not? <laughs> why is that not in development right now, man? You know what who's, I mean? <laughs> who's 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 producing Mega? I mean, Man? I, uh, you gonna do? I could, yeah, why not? At this point. Well, I don't know. I don't know if there's a conflict there since they rock oh, with Sega. Interest. Yeah. Since, since, since they're kind of rocking with Sega, but I mean, why not? Like, I could see Mega Man Universal, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Sony? Like, uh, Warner. Who, who does Legendary Pictures? I could kind of see whoever did, uh, maybe Warner, whoever did Godzilla and, and, and that whole monarch. Oh, yeah. Legendary Pictures. I think they can do it. Yeah, I, yeah. I yeah. mean, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers needs something outside of DC Comics. I could rock <laughs> that. I mean, like respectfully, of course. But you know, yeah. they push. Harry, they Harry push, Potter ain't cutting it right now either. Yep. No, it's not. You're right. It's not. They pushed. They pushed all their chips into the center of the table, and yeah. But Mega mm. Man with Warner Brothers, that makes that actually does kind of make some sense, man. Mm-hmm. Damn, and that's, and that's a 10-year plan. You do Mega Man 1, 2, 3. Then when you think the story over, you're going to Mega Man X. We in Mega Man Yo. X, baby. You know, and then you could do a whole thing Yo. with Mega Man X, man. Like that's that's six films. Easy. If you, if you do it man. right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that shit. That makes that makes way too much sense to not happen, man. Like, I mean, yeah, uh, man, it, it's it's looking good right now. It, I'm, I, I, that, it, it's it's actually looking good right now with video games being adapted live action. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just going mm-hmm. back to the convo that we had two years ago and kind of looking at it now. Between The Witcher, we did get a Resident Evil movie that came out last year. We got Halo. We got Sonic the Hedgehog. We got Uncharted that came out earlier this year. Streets yeah. of fucking Rage is yeah. in the lab right now. By the end of the year, I'm expecting to hear more 
on that on that end of it for video games being adapted. I think mm. we're in for some I think we are in for some surprises here in terms of what these studios are going to try to sweep up here, man. And like the Tekken, the Tekken joint, that ain't hit Netflix yet, right? No, no, it's, it's going to hit Netflix uh, sometime this year. It didn't hit it so, yet. So whenever that, whenever that drops, man, I mean, are we, 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 we going, going with the purest approach of, uh, you know, dubbed? Or we just saying fuck it and going with the subtitles, man. Or my bad, oh, Sub- subtitles, man. Like, so, so uh, we going sub versus dub with the Tekken anime. As far I mean, as what? hey, look who's in there, man. What up, D Smith? I I just came. Uh, well, f- first off, I decided to play hooky from work today, so that's okay, why I'm too. on. And uh, shit, second of all, too. I just came back from seeing. Uh, I, <laughs> I just came back seeing uh, ambulance. <clears throat> Shit. We gotta, we got, we'll, we'll, we're gonna segue, we'll segue into a review tonight. Then, yeah, for sure, it, it, for sure, man. Okay. In, in, anyway, anyway, what, are, what are we talking about? No, So, 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 like, like I was saying, man, when the Tekken, when Tekken hits Netflix, man, we going, we going subtitles, or we going with the English dub for the anime? Speaking for myself, uh, I'm going probably go with the dub. Okay, you going with? The- yeah, Donovan, you said subtitles, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm cool with the sub and the anime. Yeah, I might need to. But, 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 got, you know, mm-hmm. nah, but like what we were saying, man, is you know, there, there, there's some good. The the forecast is looking good for the video game properties being adapted, man. It's 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 at this. Mm-hmm. I think we're in a space now where we can kind of we we can kind of have a little bit more faith. And and I, again, I don't want to get ahead of myself because this could easily go the other way. But I feel like we're getting to that point where we can trust some of the studios to adapt these properties a little bit more reliable because now they need to. It's, it's almost a necessity kind of thing <laughs> as opposed to them just saying, oh, well, OK, Hitman, whatever. People played Hitman, but we'll just call it Hitman. and whatever or you know max Payne, <laughs> yeah. Ma- like the one that still hurts me to this day is max Payne. that's the one that hurts like i'm did y'all see max Payne? yeah what the hell was that uh, a little bit in- oh, it wasn't hard oh, it, it's getting choppy like, oh, can you repeat that again again man oh, like man man it, this shit acting up like normal man go ahead these- i was saying um the mo- movie um Max Payne was was easy. All the all you needed to do was a John Woo movie, and make it a little bit like Sin City, a little dramatic mm. flair. And they couldn't they couldn't man all this. What, what was it? Vampires or something? Like what, it was what, it, uh, it was Valkyries. It was Valkyries. That, what the hell does it have to do with Max Payne? Yeah. Well, what okay. Does it have to do with Max Payne? What, like, so, I don't remember a single. Supernatural thing happening in that? No, there there wasn't. But like, I think they played. Into, okay, so and, and sidebar, like Sam Lake is from Finland, and in the first game, like they made a lot of allusions to Nordic mythology and all of that, and Valkyr Valkyries. So I think when they wrote the actual movie, they just took some of that. And figured, why not just 
put this here. Like the supernatural elements to that movie were all as a result of people hallucinating off of the drug they were taking. But it still was just fucking terrible. It was still terrible. Yeah. Netflix would have done that shit justice two years ago. Oh, man. Like, that's the one that hurt, bro. Like, Max Payne. And they're doing a, from what I read, man, like, there's a there's a HD remake joint coming up for Max Payne, too. Like, I fuck with Max Payne a lot. That's one of my favorite series that came out during that PS2 era. But that's a different conversation for a different day. Let's let's stay on. Yeah. Let's yeah. stay. <laughs> let's, let's, let's stay on point here. And you know what? I hooked it All up right. to the I'm connected to my my laptop now. Y'all are coming in a lot clearer than when I was okay. on my phone too. So cool, cool, cool. I think oh, these snitches dipped out. Oh damn. Probably trying to reconnect. There you go. He's back in. Yeah, yeah. But you know, just to kind of wrap up where we were at, you know, I I'm I'm looking forward to some of this, man. And I hope that I hope that Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and the success that they found there is a wake-up call for some of these studios to put the right cast together, get the right people in the situations, and, and make some things happen, man. Like, I still want to see a Tomb Raider 2 whenever they try to work on that. There's some other things out there that I'm interested in as well. But, uh, Donovan, any, any other words you got on this? Because I feel like this will be a topic that we revisit later on. Um, last words for Sonic 2. Uh, I def must see for video game fans, like literally, mm -hmm. just add tail uncles. You get a nostalgia feeling, you get Jim Carrey hamming it up, you know, you get supersonic, you get the teaser for Shadow. There's a really cool little temple sequence with Shadow, uh, Sonic running in water, and you know, I mean, Jim Carrey going through the temple, avoiding uh, pitfalls and traps with Knuckles is. is you didn't, I mean, this is stuff you never think you would ever live to see. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Even man. three years ago, you'd be like, yeah, I mentioned like one of the previous episodes, you just elbows knuckles. Like, you got to be out your goddamn mind. <laughs> That's never going to happen. And that shit's happening. And the knuckles right. itself getting a spinoff series is just the fact that it exists is, 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 is a win, man. You, you got to treat yourself. Just go see it, experience it, because it's something that shouldn't even exist. I think. I think that's my final sentiments on it. So, again, so going off of our new standard that we got here, are we, is this, this is this one for streaming? Is it one, is it a one-time watch? Or is this one for the collection? I would say, I would say definitely, if you're a gamer, it's a, or you want to bring the family to the theater, it's a one-time watch, you're probably going to re-watch re some scenes on YouTube, some clips. Mm -hmm. um, don't. I would say you got to go see it now. Don't wait for streaming. Go see it now. One time watch. Go see it now. Enjoy it on the big screen. And then um, get, watch Knuckles on streaming. You know what I mean? Go, go mm -hmm. watch it now. Yep. One time watch for, for sure. Got to go see it. One time watch. So Mario, Super Mario Brothers, you are on the chopping block. Welcome, <laughs> to, welcome to the chopping block. You know what I mean? Oh, man. I thought you were about to say, welcome to Sega Mania. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We're we going to get there. We're going to get there. But welcome to the chopping block. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. You know what I mean? That axe is getting sharpened up, man. You know what I mean? Mm. And I'm, I'm here for all little bullshit. I'm here for it, man. You, you know, know what I mean? But, but maybe they'll build Sonic Sega theme park at uh, Universal instead. Hey, <laughs> man, look. Hey, that shit. 
the Streets of Rage, a Streets of Rage go kart. Like, what? Hey, all right, anyway, <laughs> nah, anyway, I'm right, right. doing so much. Yeah, D, D Smith, let's talk about ambulance, brother. What's up, man? Not much. How y'all doing? <laughs> let's talk about it. When did you go see it? You want to see it what, today or about about? Uh... Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. It, it's coming in choppy for me, so y'all are in okay. and out. Ambulance. You went to see you went to see the new Michael Bay joint today, man. What we got? Uh, another Michael Bay movie. It it was really good. I, I enjoyed <laughs> it. <laughs> A typical Michael Bay movie. Uh, some. I guess this is his attempt to do representation. Now, a little bit. You you know how his films are, and um, of course, it was it was it was enjoyable. I would say this is a time watch, maybe occasionally watch, but it was, it was simple. I like the action. I like how they use the drone for those scenes. Some of them were a little like extra, but a few of those shots were really good. And I want to see what they do with that in the future for other movies. But uh, I would say a seven out of 10. So with that being said, like, cause it's been a while. I don't know what the, what's the last movie Michael Bay like put up? Was it the Transformers last night in 2017? Damn it, man. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was the last Transformers joint that he ended up doing back in 2017, man. But uh, whatever that night one was, was the last film he did. He didn't do Bumblebee. I think he was a producer for Bumblebee. No, he didn't because Bumblebee was actually like good. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and I got around to seeing Bumblebee like uh, when did I? I went. I, I'm trying to think. I watched Bumblebee when I flew to Hawaii. Yeah, so I, I, I watched. That's when I actually watched it. Bumblebee was pretty good, man. But I mean, when I looked at the preview for it, it's cool because you know. Like a lot of those heist movies, kind of like that, they they kind of you know they take cues from one of my favorite movies ever, Heat, uh, The Town, all of that kind of stuff there. Um, so from what it sounds like, visually, like the spectacle of what you see on screen kind of takes precedence over the actual story of the movie. Then, right? Right. Okay. So. We're not getting anything new being brought to the table then. This is one of those no. movies. So clearly this is one of those movies that comes out that, that comes out early first quarter of the year and then just something to kind of hold you down until you get to the big summertime blockbuster season of going to the movies then, right? Uh this can serve as a blockbuster movie, but it would be on the low end spectrum of things. Oh okay. It's just when I seen the trailer, I think I seen the trailer for it. Um, I want to say I seen the trailer for this movie when I went to what did I go see late last year? I don't even. know. I might have seen it during the Super Bowl too, but yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. The, the last Michael Bay flick that I really kind of rocked with, like that, was Pain and Gain, and that was damn near ten mm-hmm. years ago. Almost. Hey, so I know. After seeing this, man, this only and knowing Michael Bay's style, this only makes me wish that he would do keeping in line of talking about uh video game movies. Uh-oh. This makes me wish he would do a Need for Speed movie even more. Michael Bay for Need for Speed? Yes. 
Most definitely, man. What? Come on, man. The way he does the action shots, the way he, he loves cars, by the way. He's a big car lover. So those two go hand in hand. Cars. I, oh I, yeah, but but he's a he's a big proponent of cars. Like he he he's he's talked about that multiple times. How much he loves cars. So I think he should really aim for that. But that was just a side note. You know, that wouldn't be too far outlandish because that is kind of up his alley. It's just mm-hmm. unfortunate that they already kind of maxed out any potential that they had for a need for speed. I don't think so, man. That movie, that movie was serviceable. It wasn't great, but it it, it was serviceable. And I and yeah. I think there's there I think there's room to try again. Definitely room to try again. He, uh, oh man. Okay. So, <laughs> I I I respectfully. This is what I'm gonna say about. Go 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 ahead. Go ahead. When it comes to like with movies, okay, a movie like Need for Speed being adapted live action. Needed to be a success the first time out. There's like it something like that that comes kind of out of nowhere, and it's like, oh shit, there's a need for speed movie. When you already got Fast and Furious being that preeminent car action genre type movie, that has mm-hmm. to be successful right out of the gate. Otherwise, if it's not, that brand ends up dying. Like, think about it. That movie came out in 2014. I didn't know, but I just looked at mm-hmm. my phone when you mentioned that. That came out in 2014. Since 2014, what has happened with the brand of Need for Speed? Has there been a Need for Speed video game that has come out to where everybody's like, oh shit, I need to go ahead and grab that? Like that movie <sighs> sank the brand of Need for Speed. Completely ruined it. Uh, to where it ruined would- it, brother. I wouldn't say the movie did. The, the franchise was dying. The movie okay. tried to give it light, life and mm-hmm. it, it just flopped out and, and died on the cutting room floor, if anything. Right. So, with the fact that that movie took over for you said, what? Ah, shit. Am I coming? Oh, no, all right. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. But, but no, like I'm saying, I mean, I just don't know that there's room at the table anymore for that brand to do anything mm-hmm. to come back. Like you can't really revive that brand after something like that happens. You know what I mean? L- I agree with me you. Say, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me say this. Do you think mm-hmm. after um F- Fast and Furious finally dies, if mm-hmm. they wait a couple of years, they could try again? Or do it's you think not, it's just dead on arrival? It's not impossible, but I think any movie that's in that genre, any movie that comes out after Fast and Furious officially wraps up and is dealing exclusively with cars driving and action set pieces around cars and driving, is going to be a tough sell if there isn't a superstar attached to it. If The Rock isn't attached to the next best action car genre movie, it's going to be very difficult for that to survive because by the time we get Fast and Furious 10, we'll be going on almost 30 years of movies in that series. Oh, you know what I mean? Like the first Fast mm-hmm. and Furious came out in 2000 and we're in 2022 now. And that mm-hmm. next joint probably ain't coming out till 2024. Yep. 
Like, I, that's 30 years of history that somebody's going to have to try to make up. For. I would say you're probably better off staying away from the street racing genre, like uh, like a Ford versus Ferrari, maybe the normal race tracks or like um, – like a grand, like off off road, maybe mm-hmm. racing or whatever, but something more pure racing, contest drama. I, I I don't think the street racing shit. I think fast. They after fast, they're like oh, this is some fast and furious type one yep. type shit. I don't even think it work on streaming. You know, like nope. honestly, a street racing series on streaming still wouldn't do well. You, only then I can see maybe animated. Like what's the initial D animated. Oh man, some kind of that's a hard sell on an American audience. You know what I mean? So, that's oh, initial D. Uh, <laughs> I, I, they, I I need for the the spinoff to come to the states because I just found out two weeks ago there's a spinoff of of initial D, or not a spinoff, a continuation. I never even heard of that before. Yeah, I I just found out like two weeks ago. The cha- the the chapters. There's only a few chapters that have been adapted into English. Well, hold on, Uncle Jack. You know, like Initial D. Nah, I never heard of that before, dog. Bro, they, they got an arcade game. Bro, yeah, huh? you, you got you got to look up Initial D. I've never heard of that before. Bro. It, it's a, it's an older anime, and I and I love it. I found out about it. it's, yeah, it's a Japanese street racing up. anime. Yeah, I'm yeah. to look the cover, the, bro, the artwork I, that pulled up. Dude, the artwork hard. is fire. Yo, the artwork is hard. Yeah, you got to see the shit in the arcade at one point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's in the arcades. Yeah, that that cabinet was popular in the two thousands, man. My I'm cousin like, used to love playing on that cabinet. Some research on this here, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I might got to do some research on that. Wait, do y'all remember? Uh, y'all remember that movie Biker Boys? Oh God, bro! Yes, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember Boys, watching yeah, it a lot. Me. A lot as a kid. You remember Torque? Yeah. <laughs> and that and that's from the guys that did the first um Fast and the Furious. They they, they were making fun of they yes, and they were trying to make fun of people who drive go back and watch Torque. They they were making fun of Fast and the Furious. Cause that was the one with Ice Cube, right? Yes, yes. They was making fun of <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, shit. No, no, no. All right. So I'm looking at some of the. I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling through, looking at some of the uh, screenshots from that movie. Yeah, Torque was a, a from the producers of Fast and Furious, SWAT, mm-hmm. and Triple mm-hmm. So, so Torque was, was, was a riff, off of Fast and Furious. Yes. <laughs> they should have kept it going, man. Honestly, like, it, 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 it bombed. It bombed. That's why. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, of course it did. But like, knowing what we know now, like if the if the goal was to do a crossover all along, they should have kept this going to where Torque meets Fast and Furious at some point. Mm-hmm. Just just for the content, right? Like that wouldn't that wouldn't have been a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Damn, bro, I, I did not know that that they tried to do the the riff on that. But now that I think about it, it makes. All the sense in the world that that movie was a riff on Fast and Furious, bro. That's hilarious, man. Damn, that's funny as shit, bro. But yeah, whenever that wraps up, the car genre is dead. Like same, different dynamic. But like, let's think about what 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 uh what the Rocky movies did to the genre of boxing movies 
in mainstream film. Like we did get other movies that were set and, and involved the sport of boxing, but we already know what the top movie in that genre is. You know, you got mm-hmm. Raging Bull, you got movies like Cinderella Man that were great films, but if there's no Rocky movie, there's no Cinderella Man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like Creed, nice. uh, the first Creed movie and Southpaw came out the same year. And I mean, come on, man. We like. Exactly. We, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we, <laughs> and, and Antoine Fuqua is a damn good director, but nobody thinks that Southpaw is a better movie than Creed. Like, nobody thinks. Yeah. You know what I mean, Creed 3 is about to come out and, you know what I mean, be insane. But, you know, we can talk about that another time. And I got a whole round. Oh, shit. <clears throat> I, I really do. Like, the first Creed movie was a classic. It really was. I think Sylvester Stallone, that was his last, like, great acting performance in the first Creed movie. Mm-hmm. Creed 2, Creed 2, for as much as I enjoyed it, was not a good one. I wonder why. <laughs> Creative control. That's not going to work for me, brother. You right? <laughs> I disagree with that. And I think Creed 3 might be, but like, Ruby Jordan is actually directing that one. And, you know, Jonathan Majors is a great actor, but I just hope that Creed 3 doesn't turn into a parody of Creed 1 the same way that the other Rocky movies turned into parodies of the original Rocky. You know what I mean? Mm, right, right. Oh I, oh, I get what you mean. And I was worried about that myself. After after they did uh, 2, I said, please don't just do Rocky, but with a black man in each one. Because, I mean, who who do you think Jonathan Majors is really going to be playing in Creed 3, bro? There's only one character <laughs> who he can be. Like, right? There's only one mm-hmm. character he can be connected to if he's coming, if he's going to be casted in this third movie. Suck like, him. <laughs> 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 uh, the for the match. Pain. I mean, come on, man. Like, we don't, we don't need that. Like, boxing is my favorite sport. It, it really is, dog. Like, that, I could watch if the Super Bowl is on on a Sunday. And two of like my favorite boxers are in a fight that same day. I'm watching the fight. That's how big a fan of boxing I am. But like, I don't really need Creed three to just be a modern day version of Rocky. Like, because Creed right. two, Creed two was kind of like a mashup, in my opinion, of Rocky three and Rocky four. Mm-hmm. So why do we mm-hmm. need? Why do we need number three? Oh, okay. We gotta get our we gotta get our money. Okay. Yeah, you know. job security. <laughs> exactly. And they're gonna I'm gonna go see it. I'm gonna go see it, man. Mm. I'm, I'm definitely gonna go see it. But it's like, do we really gotta do this? I mean, but uh, other than that, man, what else what else we got, man? It's 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 been a while since we uh since we got to chop it up like this, man. D Smith, what's what's going on in these comic book streets, man? Yo, 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 you there? Yo, D. Smith. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It, it, it was dropping in and out for a second. Uh, yeah, we, we're moving on to a different platform next month, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting up here like moving around, 
uh-huh. to make sure like I'm I'm coming in clear and y'all are coming yeah. in clear. Um, no, man, just we'll, bear, just bear with us, man. We, we'll, we'll, we'll get it in post. We'll get yeah, it in post. We're, we're gonna get that next month, man. We just oh, we just trying shit. to we just trying to get through this shit. <laughs> but, but nah, bro. Like like what's the 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 question was you know what I'm saying what's, what's going on in these comic book streets out here, man? Like what's what's really hidden in this early portion of 2022 as far as comic books be spent? What's hot or what I'm reading? Uh, both, both. Um, something that's killing the children is on fire. Um, the house by the lake I hear is really good. Uh, I've, I've read, uh, and I recommend Buckhead. That's a, that's a good read. That's kind of like Scooby-Doo with miss, like a lot of eighties and old stereotype of, um, uh, how, how do I say this? Uh, Steven Spielberg movies, but with African mythology in there. Buckhead okay. is really good. Okay. Paper Girls was was a very good series. It's kind of like Stranger Things, but all girls and time travel. Um, reading a lot of Sagi Ojimbo. Loving the hell out of that. Sagi. Uh, Monkey Meat. Uh, Donovan, you need to pick up issue four because that was... Oh, so good, man. I can't and, even find two or three, man. Like, I, I'm behind. Can't, I can't even find monkey meat. Two, I don't know. Three, oh, hey, people so buy monkey meat, man, or something, man. I can't find two or three, man. I gotta expand my search. My my uh, usual shops skip three, they ain't got it. Okay, I uh, skip three, get to two. I think you'll like a lot because it makes fun of people who are anime fans and believe that they're the chosen one if they get powers. And then four was just <laughs> really good. Um. I like Spider Punk. The issue wasn't very good, good for its start, but Spider Punk was pretty good. Um, mm. uh, and that's about. And tomorrow, um, we have this. Okay. Okay. Um. um I mean, for me. Oh, you said what? Low end. Oh man. Oh god. Rich- I thought I was the only one. Sometimes, Uncle Jack, I I, I and, hope uh, that you're able to hear it. <laughs> Like work, ah, uh, <laughs> dude. I, I, Uncle Jack, are you hearing him? Books, I can hear him, but I haven't had enough time to read. It. D Smith, D Smith, man. Discord puts you in the blender, man. Craig puts you in the blender, brother. Oh man, but you know what? Hey, this, this is gonna be the. Uh, you fuck it, man. <laughs> this is a good. You know what I mean? This the, the 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 title of this episode, man. I don't think we've done like episode titles, like how you uh-huh. know, like how Joe Button and all them do it. But this is just going to be goodbye, Craig. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. This is <laughs> pardon, pardon the interruption. Goodbye, Craig. Something goodbye, like that. Craig. Oh yeah, man, because he jumped out. I think he might jump back in, but. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of weird though. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like, I really would have, I would have liked to have, like, gotten more into some comic books. I know there are some that I, I really want to check out, man. Like, Bro, you really gotta, yeah, you really gotta have time I'm, for that. I'm telling you, dude. You you guys need to pick up Philadelphia Volume One. I'm telling you right okay. now. Volume Philadelphia, One. Philadelphia Volume One. You might as well pick up Volume Two. Mm-hmm. That shit. Um, this this is what you want. This is what you need. This is the kind of shit 
in my opinion, that elevates comic books to like a, a, another level. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, it's it's just got this father son dynamic. It's got vampires. It's got the history. It's got it's got that realism to it where they take bits and pieces of real life history and, and, and kind of make it fictionalized. Like, dude, you need to get killed out here. That that is that should be the next Walking Dead right now. Honestly, like that shit should be on HBO Max right now. And it, I think in the works for a live action adaptation by like image, the art, the story, everything, man. That's a 10 out of 10 comic book series. Philadelphia. You got to get volume one, like get volume one. And then, and, and then tell me like, you don't feel some kind of way in that last, that last page, man. Like seriously, okay. seriously man. Like that's, that's one of them ones we got to support. That's one of them ones where, Oh, the writing. Yes, that's the okay, writing. I'll look that up. The tomorrow. story. You gotta cop that. It's only like twelve bucks for volume one. You just get volume one, volume two. Just get them back to back because you're gonna want to get volume two. Like, okay. that's a that's a ten out of ten series. And like, seriously, I don't. Like, everyone should be reading it and talking about it. But it's it's on that level, man. I'm not even bullshitting. I dig it. I dig it, man. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Um. All right, so quick segue from there, man. We going to Hawaii or not? (laughs) (laughs) Man, hey, you know what? I'm I'm gonna leave. Oh man, like, hey, hey, listen, listen. Shout out to what I'm. This is what I'm gonna say, man. Shout Shout out out to Hawaii police. Listen, not only that, but like, we need um. This is why. This is why the streets need homeboy talk to come back, man. We need. We need homeboy talk. To, oh, to come man. back, man. Like the Orion, we need to we need to put the Orion symbol in the air, dog. Like the, the Orion bat signal. Yeah, yeah this, the old symbol. This oh, is why we the need. This is why we need homeboy talk to to come back, man. Because you know, as much as like even with the even with the Will Smith thing, as much as like was said about all of that, I <laughs> I, I like to leave current events. To the, to, you know what I mean? I don't really like to get mm-hmm. it. But I, 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 I feel what you're saying. We don't get into like, you know, the, the gossipy, yeah. you know, we, we stick to, yeah, you yeah. know, movies, comics, topics, whatever, right? Street movies. Mean, we don't really get into the gossipy stuff. But this, but I mean, god damn. Bro. I mean, yo, like, yo. <laughs> oh, man. You want to talk about the reverse flash, dog? Like, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Like that—that's—that's that's all I can. Do. <laughs> <laughs> My man, oh, the reverse flash is out here, man, and he's yeah, 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 bro. Like <laughs> my man, like he tapped into the speed force. You know what I mean? Tapped into the Ezra Miller tapped into the speed force and came out a different, a different type of motherfucker, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. Or or maybe or maybe it was the rever- the reverse flash all along. Yo, yeah, you, you might be right, man. But that's that's all I got to say about that, man. God bless. Uh, hey, I'll leave it at that too. God bless Hawaii. That's that's, that's God bless Hawaii. Thing. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, straight up and down, bro. Like, oh man. But I, you know, since we are doing some B roll right now, you know, we can like the last time. Yeah, you got into some Tekken rankings, man. You got into some Tekken rankings. Oh shit! What were you? What did you think about it, man? I know you got some disputes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, not, 
Oh, well, not okay. So, not oh, necessarily disputes, but like before we get into, this, I think that Tekken, like, at least okay, Tekken two, up to Tekken five, and and Donovan, you you're a hardcore Tekken player, correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm te- I'm the Tekken dude. Yeah. So, and I I'm, I'm sure my cousin would agree with this as well. I feel like as far as like fighting game rosters go, Tekken had probably the most even roster in terms of giving their characters credibility up until mm-hmm. like it went over to the next generation. Okay. Tekken 2 up to Tekken 5, just about every character on that game was a character that I felt like could have been a main event. Mm. I, I mean, I'm sure, again, there might be some minor disagreements there but i never like if i'm playing as brian fury who's my favorite character in tekken 3 if it's brian fury versus jen kazama like you want to see that fight right Mm. (laughs) because both of these (laughs) motherfuckers can fight if it's Eddie gordo versus martial law again you want to see these motherfuckers go because they can go how rang versus heihachi mishima oh shit Rang versus Eihachi? Let's get it. Like mm-hmm. in, te- in Tekken 3, I felt like every character on that game felt like a main event. Mm. Oh. Ooh. To, to me, to me, to, okay. to me, every character on that game just felt like because of the presentation and the way it just felt so fucking real, dog. Like Tekken mm. 3 just felt real. Y'all had a very tough task in breaking down who was a mid-carter, who's a jobber, who's a main eventer. Because to me, anybody in that game could have, in canon, won Tekken 3. To uh, me? Julia, Julia Chang? <laughs> Dog. Ju- I knew it was I mean, I knew it was I mean, Okay. Uh, so, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So go I'm going to balance it out with this <laughs> I'll listen out with it. Now, I, I don't disagree with you, but Julia Chang was the first character in the history of Tekken to mm. actually have spoken dialogue in an arcade ending cutscene. Mm. The very first character in any Tekken game to where they were actually speaking in their final cutscene. That has to count for something, bro. Okay. Okay. You know what? I, I, I honestly, I, I didn't even know that, man. And and I'm, I'm, I, and I'm giving her a technicality. I know I'm giving her a technicality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Like I know for a fact that that's a technicality. I'm just trying to make it fair. Okay, Julia Chang, maybe not a top tier character. You know what I mean? Maybe not. Wait. Okay. They did a lot right with Tekken. They did a they lot. Did. They did. Was right with the presentation of Tekken. If I was, if I could go back in time, and if if there was one creative decision that I could have made with Tekken Three, bro, how Rang in canon would have won the third King of the Iron Fist tournament mm, in a debut. Oh shit! Yep. yep. Over Jin Kazama. Yeah. Absolutely, because that's how strong he was fucking booked. In that first game, like no doubt, I don't know, no I don't know what they did to my guy. 
how Rain would have won the first King Iron Fist or the third King of the Iron Fist tournament to me. And and somewhere mm. somebody's gonna be like Uncle Jack crack because he doesn't have <laughs> he doesn't have the devil gene or whatever. But just take this quick yeah. walk with, just take this quick walk with me before we get into uh-huh. to, before we get into this like if again if we create Oh damn, dude! D Smith, are you hearing him? You just went. You just went in a blender, man. So go, go <laughs> ahead. Say, from the, say that again. Say it again. Okay. Say it again. Okay. So what I was saying, Haihachi would have been the final boss of Tekken Three. Okay. If, okay. If, okay. This is the way right, we fantasy booking Tekken here, man. Fuck the rankings. Fantasy right, so, booking Tekken. Fuck, it, fuck the it. rankings, bro. Because we said Ogre was not a high tier uh, bad guy anyway, and I liked Ogre more than True Ogre, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah True Ogre. I don't know what the fuck that was. I don't think a Ogre was, a, but but okay. Hey Hachi, Ogre was I. Ogre was I. I like the design. Um, Hey Hachi would have been the final boss for Tekken Three. Mm. In canon, I would have had. How Rang winning the King of the Iron Fist tournament. However, the hidden boss character that you would have had to fight after beating Heihachi would have been Devil Jin. Oh, that that would have been. Oh, I, like uh, that. I don't know, that, man. Because that, that's really where he gets his powers. Take the just, no. just, uh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I agree. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting on the rebuttal. I'm waiting on the rebuttal. Let oh, it cook. Man. I, I want to okay. hear what you got in response to what I'm saying. Go. So All you right. beat, right. you beat, Hey Haji, but the final boss is Devil Jin because that's where we need we need to get Devil Jin in the first appearance for Jin Kazama. Because he's not going to win the tournament. We can't wait until the next game on the next console to get Devil Jin. Because in canon, he's not winning the tournament. We're setting him up to come back even stronger in Tekken 4. Alright? We're setting him up mm-hmm. to be the boss in Tekken 4. Because Kazuya is coming back in Tekken 4. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, oh, okay. Alright. Like, <laughs> So how Ray, just off of the strength of being a very cool looking character to play as in Tekken 3 is our canon winner of the tournament, but you come away from Tekken 3 thinking, oh shit, I want to see what Jen is rocking with in Tekken 4. Tekken 4 comes back around and we got Jen Kazama in charge of the Mishima Zaibatsu. We got Kazuya coming back. Is the representative of the G Corporation. Same story, but let's just swap out Jin Kazama as the final boss with Heihachi and make Heihachi a playable character working his way back up to the top the same way that he did in Tekken 2. Mm. I like that. Ooh. I like that. <laughs> oh, man. You, oh, fuck. So you're really you're speeding up the process a whole game. Yes. That, 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 that literally makes six. <laughs> said, that made yes. six, five, seven, six, and so on and so forth. You, you, yes. Okay. Okay. See? Because I, I, I had, we had to clean it up. You was going to come in and be like, whoa. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> yeah, bro. You was, oh, you, was man. To, you, you was about to you was about to put the leg drop. Hit the leg drop on all that <laughs> shit, bro. It was coming. Leg drop was coming, right? <laughs> yeah, it was coming. It was coming. I mean, so, do we still get the team up of five though with Haichi and uh Kazuya at the end with Gunjack? Yes, Gunjacks in the betrayal. We still get all that. Yes. So this is that was five. That was the opening for Five. That was the opening for Tekken 5. So, all right. right. <laughs> so, for Tekken 4, we got Jin as the final ball. Okay. okay. For Tekken 4, who would you want to have win the canon tournament? Like, because it's already been established now, the winner of the tournament doesn't necessarily have to be the main character of the next game. I'm booking. How Ring is the winner of the third tournament because he's a new character and a new character needs that boost to be credible for the games preceding that. So for Tekken 4, who are we going to book to win the fourth tournament? Are we going to book Heihachi to win another tournament? Are we going to book Kazuya to win another tournament? Like, talk mm. to me here, fellas, because we are rebooking mm. Tekken right now. Tekken 4, who do we want to book to win the tournament? Mm. With this new with this new booking here, Tekken Four to win the actual tournament. Ah oh, man, dude. Uh, let's see. Look at the roster. I mean, I mean, Law Law. Oh, uh, dude. I don't know, man. Is it gonna be Lee? Lee getting back his uh, getting his uh, company back. Kind of get in the bloodline feud a bit because Lee kind of dropped off the whole Mishima um, thing with yep. him being the adopted brother. Mm-hmm. Wait, mean, doesn't he come back though and sit? Well, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> I want to say Kazuya, Kazuya, maybe Kazuya. I mean, Kazuya, yeah. Okay, so we have Jim Paichi. Jim Paichi's gone. We don't have Jim Paichi. We don't have the great granddad, essentially. Mm-hmm. You're saying you're saying the granddad basically of the great granddad of Jin is Jumpaichi is just no more. We still can get him in we can still get him in Tekken 5 if we need him. We need him for Tekken 5. Tekken 5, we still have him. We can still have him in Tekken 5. But I just want to figure out with this story of the Mishimas, if we're speeding this up a little bit, do we need Heihachi to win Tekken 4? Do we need Kazuya to win Tekken 4? Do we need any of them to win in order for the story to advance? Or can we make a new character by letting them win the tournament in canon? I mean, if, if Kazuya beats his son from the get, I mean. Yep. yep. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because he, you know, he is more experienced than the devil Gene, per se. Mm-hmm. You know, Jin just got unlocked. Uh, I mean, it makes sense for Kazuya to come back and do a surprise Mm -hmm. attack on his son. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes sense. So, so, all right. So, if not Kazuya, let's let's think about this here. Let's think about female characters. Let's just let's just take a quick dive on that. When did Asuka? Um, ah man, when did Asuka Kazama debut? Tekken six. Tekken 5. Tekken 5? 
Mm-hmm. It was okay. five? I thought it was six. Nah, she was in five. Okay. Is, is, is there anything we can do with her in there in Tekken 4 to where... So you want to, you want to speed her up in, five, in four? Is there, or would that just, or would we get into that kind of forced baby face thing to where we'd end up mm-hmm. resenting, we'd end up resenting her if, if we book her, if we hot shot her. Listen to me using these wrestling terms. <laughs> if, 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 we, if, we, if we hot shot, if we hot uh, shot her to, to go over on Jen, we end up resenting Namco for making that happen. Are we not ready for that yet? We got machine. We got Heihachi and Kazuya right here. I don't think we're if, ready for that. If 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 Asuka beats Devil Jin, she would need Jun as her manager. <laughs> yeah, Jun is the manager to do the distraction for Asuka to get the sneak roll up pin. Nope, <laughs> and we would hate it. Okay, all right. I'm gonna give y'all the name for Tekken Four, and I want to know what y'all think about this here. Right? Uh huh. <sighs> Okay, could we have Yoshimitsu go over on Devil Jin and win the fourth King of the Iron Fist tournament and be okay with that? Will we be okay with that? Man. Yeah, but I don't think it would be as good of a, of a satisfying sto- um, uh, story arc. Look, sure? Mishima's a booked hard, man. Only Mishima... We we being you know, Mashimas can only beat Mashimas. Like the only guy, no one. Well, name one character that's beating Mashima in in canon. The bloodline, and that's it's usually, why you know what I mean. Like right, and it wouldn't work out <laughs> ring because we got a new coat of paint on this on this game, and he's just cool. He's a cool enough character to where it could work for Tekken Three. Okay, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying though. So Yoshimitsu has been around, around too long. For that to make sense, then right, you can't. Right, right. Okay, mm-hmm. see, I, I was thinking it could work. Though. I could see him clipping Jen's wings, breaking the them off, Re- really breaking them off, and I, throwing I them see. into the pit like he but did. Like, like why? Why didn't he do that against a Haichi? You know, what I mean? why? Why, <laughs> why, why didn't do that? Against, why didn't he beat Kazuya uh, in Tekken Two? You know what I mean? It's like you wait till the fourth game to, to get your uh, Hulk up. You know what I mean? Like, come uh, on, man. You put it like, yeah, 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 that, that, yeah, that, yeah, okay. All right, I'll give you that one. That's that's a fair play there. But see, I would just. He'd have to be booked higher. He'd have to be booked higher. Right, right. You know? <laughs> right, I get what you're saying. Like, you can't go from, you can't go from feuding with Kunimitsu. You know yeah. And now you, now you're clipping, you're clipping the boss's wings in his first appearance. That's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. Okay, is it possible, like, eh, is there a way for Jen to lose without really getting beat? Is that possible? Like, is it possible for Jen to win the tournament and then you just make Devil Jen playable boss for every other character? If if he's conflicted, if devil, that's the whole thing with devil Jin is mm-hmm. that, you know, his mom is the connection of him just being like not given into the darkness. So if he's conflicted mm-hmm. and he basically receives the devil gene for his opponent to basically get the pin, then it's doable. If he wants okay. basically to concede that inner side of him. Okay. So mm, I, 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 this is what I'm thinking. Then. Okay. So Tekken four, 
we make Jin a playable character, but when because remember Tekken Four had the best like arcade mode to me out of every game that they made. I, I would agree. <laughs> so let's say you make the perspective of Jin playable as him fighting a different final challenger for each match that he's in in that story mode up until mm. you get to the very end. And mm -hmm. instead of it being a one-on-one -on -one boss battle, you make it some type of gauntlet between Kazuya, Heihachi, Devil Kazuya. Oh. Oh, man. Okay. Like okay. So, and then you so, Devil Jin playable against Devil Kazuya? Oh, yes. Yep. Or yes. not. Are you are you gonna are you gonna say that for five? No, we'll keep no, that no, in. No. Yo, oh, go ahead, D Smith. What you said? No, no, keep, keep that in four. Keep that in four. Keep it in keep four. four. Okay, okay. In fact, what happens is he loses the fight, and instead of getting game over, he just he just transforms into him. That's Whoa. no, that's if you get the bad ending. The good ending is you beat him without your devil form. The bad mm -hmm. ending is if you beat him. With the double form, double form. Okay. 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 That makes sense. That makes sense. So I, I feel that one. So in canon, are we okay with booking Jen Kazama as the winner of the fourth King of the Iron Fist tournament? Yes, that makes sense. Going into five with Jim Paichi. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it because we debuted him in Tekken Three. We put over. A newer character, mm -hmm. but four is the story of Jen Kazama versus his Devil Gene. But every other character fights Devil Jin, but in canon he still goes over, and he somewhat is able to control and tame that Devil Gene going to the Tekken Five, right? Which makes right. sense, right? Because Devil Jin okay. right was playable in Tekken Five. Yep. All right, so Tekken Five. You you said do we still get that opening scene? With Kazuya and Heihachi, right? We do get that. Right. Okay. So we'll just add a different twist. So, because Jin goes over in Tekken 4, he's still in charge of the machine was Ibatsu. Kazuya and Heihachi are now teaming up. Mm. <laughs> they hate <laughs> each other. They hate each other, but they're teaming up because. It's your fault that your son is stealing my legacy. No, it's your <clears> fault. It's your fault because it's my legacy and not his. I'm going to kill both of y'all, but for now, we're going to kill him first. <laughs> okay. opening, opening scene still happens. All the gun jacks. Kazuya thinks he kills uh, Heihachi. What, how did Jim Pachi become resurrected? He was hidden underneath the dojo, right? He was in the basement, right. Yep, he, he was in the basement. So we still get that. So Jim Pachi is still on his Thanos shit to where he's trying to end the world. And now mm -hmm. Jin is Jin doesn't care. Jin is super rich, super isolated, and can basically do whatever he wants to do. The whole world can end, but I'm gonna live because I got the devil gene. Leave me the fuck alone. Y'all can fight him on your own. Kiss my ass, right? That's Jim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we debut his cousin, Asuka, to try to pull him back in. 
and mm. realize that he still has some humanity left in him, right? Okay, okay, yeah. I, yep. I like where you're going there. All right, bet, bet, bet. Still has some humanity left in him, so he, he's, he's there for the journey, but doesn't really want to be there, but because him and his cousin share the last name and his mother trained his cousin in the the uh, Kazama style of karate, he still mm -hmm. just learns the Mishima style. And in this game, instead of Tekken Four, now he's fighting under the the new style of karate that he went under before. Okay, so mm -hmm. okay. characters that we got here. My favorite character in Tekken Five was that crazy motherfucker from China, dog. Uh, what was his Ooh. name? Man, oh uh, man, oh man, that was a bad. That was Shaolin Monk. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, man. That was a Yo. cold piece of work right there. Right? He, he had a ponytail, right? Yep. A ponytail and uh, no shirt, right? Bro, yep. it was classic. Wu oh, yeah. Shaolin. He was cold. He, he was cold, especially if he knew somebody that knew how to use him. Ooh. All right. So my question here, man, what are we doing with that guy in Tekken 5? We're, we're slowly showing his rise. Okay. The series, so I would say he's almost everybody else before the Mishima. Before the Mishimas, we got we got him and Horang, and he goes over Horang in his debut. Mm -hmm. like and a quest to find it, and a quest to avenge his honor. No, he he killed he killed his master. So I forgot his he motivation. Did. He was he killed his to, master. He <laughs> was basically like look. I think he was looking for like an ancient scroll. Okay, and. He wanted to be like the strongest. I feel like he was mm. trying to turn into a dragon or something like that. But, okay. <laughs> but we get him in Haurang, and he goes over on Haurang, right? Mm. But, it, yep. but it's it's still a death match though. Like Haurang takes him to his limit. He's not just gonna squash. Right. He can't just squash a former tournament winner. Like nah, Harang you know gets too cocky. Harang gets too cocky. And Fane's on a mission to get the scrolls from the Mishima Zaibatsu or whatever. Okay. So, I, but I kind of like the idea of him meeting. I, this is the idea that I like here with Fane. What you got? I, 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 I like the idea that we have three characters, four characters, that are going after Jinpachi Mishima. We got Jin, Kazuya, Heihachi, Asuka. And then, mm. so five characters. I like yeah. these are the five characters in this story that are going after um Jinpachi Mishima. Now mm -hmm. Asuka has a feud with Fang, correct? Oh yeah, a feud with Sagan? Asuka, her character and Fang kind of have like an in canon storyline feud in Tekken, right? I feel like they do. I think so. I think so. Yeah. All right. So so what y'all think about this here? She goes Fane? over the top. No, 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 no. This is how this nah. This is how this is how I see this. All mm. five of those characters arrive at that setting at the same time where Jim Pachi is like meditating or whatever. Mm -hmm. We we get the scene that Jim Pachi sitting there with his eyes closed, and all five of them arrive at the same time. Right? <laughs> I see what you mean. Kazuya. And Heihachi get there together, talking shit to each other. I'm going to kill him first. No, I'm going to kill him. Asuka and Jin get there at the same time. 
And Fang is walking up there like a brick shit house by himself. Dope, <laughs> right? Right. And before any of you take another step, you got to get through me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Kazuya is standing there with his arms folded, looking like, hey, can you talk to me? He ain't talking to me, hands folded. He might even pull the sunglasses out of the pocket of the, uh, of the karate pants. Just, just, to, uh, <laughs> just to further emphasize, hey, this nigga ain't talking to me, man. Hey, Hachi. Hey. <laughs> that's how he would get down. That's how that's how yeah. he would get down. This nigga ain't fucking to you, bro. Hey, Hachi. Hey, Hachi will fight him if he has to, but instead he wants to know. He tells Fang to name a number. <laughs> What's your price? How much will how much will you be willing? How much will it cost me for you to kill all three of them? And let me fight my father. Because me and my father have an issue, right? And mm. Fang tells him, we'll discuss it after it's done. <laughs> right? Oh, shit. Jin, he says, Jin. give me the scrolls. He said, I want the scrolls or some shit like right. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want the scrolls. Jin is fighting his devil gene because being around Jim Pachi is triggering it. And Asuka, due to dumb baby face syndrome, is the first one to take that step towards fame. What happens? Mm. What happens when she takes that step towards fame? What happens? She, she she's taking that up. She's taking that fist to the gut, Ooh. man. He he coming in with the Shaolin technique. You know what I mean? Like, man. yo, he, he's, he's getting in the quick quick work. I'm sorry, it's gonna be quick work, and that's gonna be absolutely. Gonna She'll get a few over. blows in, but he, he'll just obliterate her. Ribs uh -huh. broken. Yeah, fighting yeah. injured. Yeah. Like, yeah, it starts out as him being cocky. Like, he gives her the backhand, right? Bam. Mm -hmm. Sit down. She gets up. <laughs> she gets up and hits him with something to, like, open up the little cut on his face. You see the eyes get all bloodshot. You see the vein pop out his neck. And then it just goes dark. And we get the Akuma ass whooping. Right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we get the Akuma. We get the Akuma ass whooping. And it's like. Never send a woman to do a man's job type shit, right? So no, right, no broken right. ribs, none of that. He just comes out with a little cut on his face. Like, who's next? So who steps up next? Is it Jen? Is it Kazuya? How we doing? It's gotta, be, it's gotta be Jen. Jen, Jen uh, his cousin, that Link. Because he's double Jen at this point, right? He's, mm. he's already transformed. I don't think no, he's transformed not yet. yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet? So wait a minute. So what's he doing? What's he doing when Asuka's fighting? Because I thought he was when trying he's, to fight. No, no. Fight this, is what, out. This, this is what happens. While he's he's trying to fight it from coming out. Mm -hmm. Kazuya is, the whole time this fight is happening, Kazuya is looking at Jen. He's looking mm. at Jen. And he's telling him, don't do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> if you do it, if you do it, I'm doing it. Jen Pachi is doing it. This whole world is going to blow up. We all die. <laughs> We all die. We all die if you unleash that devil gene. Don't do it. Mm. So he has I to fight. It. He has to look at his cousin get washed. While his pops is like, no, nah, you don't want that. You don't want to do that. Like we, 
this ain't going down like it went down before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. So, 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 okay. This is the question I want to ask y'all here. Okay. So when Jen takes that step forward, does Kazuya step in his way and be like, nah, this is me right here. I got this. one. I don't like this guy's attitude. Or is it Jen's moment to kind of step up as the baby face? Which, which scenario is more interesting to y'all? I think Kazi would watch his son go at it. I think he'd talk some shit like, I don't think you can get the job done and some shit like that. Like another machine would gone thanks to you. You know? No, no, some no, shit no. Like that. no, like she gets washed and then he says some shit about like the the um oh man. What's our what was what's Jen's like the Kazama? I knew that the Kazama blood was always weak. <laughs> oh, are you talking about Jun? Right, the Kazama oh. blood was. The, I knew, I knew Kazama blood was always weak, and then he Ooh. just then he takes sunglasses off and gives Jen like the the meme of like, yeah, nigga, I'm talking to you. And then that's Imagine, when Jen, just like your mother. <laughs> oh, that's cold, bro. Bro, right there, that would make him almost turn. Just that, right? Yeah. No. So instead of turning, like, so he's about to turn. He's about to turn. But instead of turning, like, he 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 pulls it inward. Like the rage comes inward, right? Almost like ultra instinct, ultra <laughs> instinct, Jen instead of double Jen. And then that's when him and him and Fang go at it, right? Does he wash him or is it competitive? Are they fifty fifty? Does it go to the final round or does Jen just go in there and whoop his ass? I would say if they, they blows back and forth, they give each other a bit of hell, and then Jen eventually goes over the top and beats him. Okay, but is it at least okay? Do we at least give Fang enough respect to let him take Jen to the brink before Jen has to? Because we're going to get Devil Jen after he clears Fang, obviously. But can we at least let Fang go fifty fifty with Jen? In his base form. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. For his first show, we got to let him get that off, right? All right. So, boom, Fang Fang is out of the way. Final four. Jen is down on one knee, puffing and puffing. You know what I'm saying? And then that's when Kazuya wants to come in and pick the bones, man. (laughs) (laughs) We get the, yo, we get the knuckle crack. We get the neck pop. All of that. (laughs) Right? Oh, no, right, we get, right. The, we get the knuckle crack. We get the neck pop. He fucking shoulder checks. Hey, Hachi. No words. No words at all. He doesn't say a fucking word. Pushes his pops mm. out of the way and goes in there and washes Jen. Man. Mm. Washes him, right? Beats this guy bloody, right? Right, right. Completely whoops his ass. And then that's when we get the rematch. Hey, Hachi versus. Kazuya mm. with Jinpachi still with his back turned meditating, but instead he opens his eye and at least turns his head because it's his grandson and his son fighting. Book this mm. rematch for me, Donovan. Book this rematch. <laughs> oh man. So <laughs> with this rematch, I mean, 
I would have to say that it's going to – no no devil kazoo, Kazuya. Mm-hmm. I think Kaihaichi is going to say – you without your devil gene, you're nothing. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like he's yo, he he he's gonna talk shit. Like without your devil gene, you're nothing, boy. You know, and and then Kazi's gonna be like, I don't need no devil gene to beat you. You know what I mean? That I think that's gonna go like that. Um, I think to final to, to get the final booking of this. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna, I think this has to conclude with Haihaichi getting back getting back on the top. Man, I think Haihaichi need to go back on top of the Mishima. Cause he's, oh, wait, wait, wait. So, so wait a second. So, Heihachi is going to beat Kazuya? I think Heihachi needs, Heihachi needs to beat Kazuya to be the, he got to be the final boss. This he's time. Gotta, he, this, this time. time. I, I think it all, it all ends with, with Heihachi. I think, because this is Tekken 5, mm-hmm. Tekken, if, Tekken 6, well, shit. I, you know no, what? No, scratch no. it. Scratch it. No, no, no. Heihachi needs to be, no, we're a game ahead. Yeah, he needs to be the final ahead. boss. We're still I, a game I ahead. With, I agree with you. He, so, he, we, he clears, I think he clears, he clears Kazuya. Kazuya gets a little bit cocky because we're, yeah. this, this is still going to end with Kazuya killing Heihachi later on. So Heihachi yes, has yes. to get one over on him right now for right. that to hit the way that it hit later on, right? Right. Heihachi needs to be the last, he needs to be the last to go. So right. Haichi needs to be on top. He can't be the underdog going against Kazuya. It's, it's right. got to be the opposite. He's got to be so, on top. So, so he beats Kazuya, and Kazuya doesn't want to lose clean to Heihachi. Nope. He, he triggers his double gene first. He triggers his double gene first. Then, mm. then Jin Pachi triggers his double gene, and then Jin triggers his. But he stops Kazuya from killing Heihachi. Mm, we good do booking. False, yep. We do we do a false finish. We do a false, <laughs> we do a false finish with a, we fake Jen's death. We think that Jen is dead after he triggers his devil gene, and him and Kazuya kind of get it on. But that paves the way for Heihachi versus Jen Pachi. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit, man. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> and, and 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 we're all in agreement. Heihachi goes over, right? Heihachi yeah. goes over his dad to finally end <laughs> that end that shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how is he doing his pops? Is he throwing his pops off of the bridge? Like, nah, he's got to do something different. He's got to okay. do something different. So what's the I, I finish? Don't, I, I can't think of it right now, but he he definitely is going to do something different. Different. I want to say rip rip his head off or something oh. a little bit more extreme, but then we have to explain how he comes back. So man, that's his pops, man. You can't just be ripping like that's his pops, oh, bro. Man, you know, you yeah. know what he's gonna. But he wants him to stay dead. He's, he's gonna, gonna do the double the double palm to the chest, in cave the chest. Oh, yeah, with, the, with yeah. a little electricity around his hands, he's gonna just <laughs> just like that, and his. His pop's gonna be not even gonna see it. He's gonna be like, "What? You know, you know that classic anime stance of like, yeah, they don't yeah, even know yeah. they just got hit and they're killed. You know, something like that." Mm-hmm. Yep. Now you can rest with honor. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, right, some, I like that. Some like that. Bro. Now, you, now you can rest with honor. And and then he says it slow, like, oh, "No, no, 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 no." You know. <laughs> <laughs> In the end, 
in the end, there is only one Mishim. And then mm. us. Oh. In the end, there is only one Mishim. There, there is only one true king of the Iron Fist. Roll credits. Helicopter, helicopter comes in. My man, uh, what was what was the bootleg fucking um, the bootleg ass Blade character? What was his name in that game? What Raven. Raven. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> oh yeah. Bootleg ass Raven. I mean, he, 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 he's a, he's a helicopter. He's flying the helicopter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got we got Lee, the stepson, in the, mm-hmm. in, the in the fucking jackass white suit with the. With a glass of champagne waiting for him. He drops the ladder down. Hey, Hachi climbs up the ladder. Roll credits. And we're and out of do here. We, do, we, do we pay homage to him escaping at the end of the game, smiling? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the bad guy in it, bro. Like, mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. the bad guy. Like, shit. We could even have him throw on the fucking the white tiger striped jacket. Really, <laughs> white tiger stripe jacket over, over the karate gi, bro. Over the karate, mm-hmm. gi, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man, take Ooh, that me. was a mean suit. That was a mean yo, suit too, yo, man. Take me, take take me back to my corporation. <laughs> Roll credits, and then in the post credit scene, to the, in the post credit scene, the Tekken Five. That's where we get Jen waking up in like the mystical, you know what I'm saying, village with the green grass and the trees and all that. He opens yeah. his eyes. Hmm? With the oh, bamboo yeah. and everything. He hears the voice of Jun Kazama. He thinks that's her. Opens his eyes and it's his cousin Asuka. And she tells mm. him, we got work to do. Or whatever. Mm. Right, then, right, right. And then that's Tekken 5 right there. Talk to me. What's that? <laughs> Damn, dude. Oh, man, I mean, that's, and then that's a great got, fantasy booking. We got that's Tekken Six is Tekken Seven. We skip. We skip a whole game. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Tekken Six becomes seven essentially. Just man. Damn, because yeah, six six. John Jin was on top of the Mishima, and just like you said, you just literally skipped the whole game. Yo. Listen, you know, like dog, this shit is this is the best, this is the best part of this session that we got right. <laughs> All right, you know what I mean? Like, and, and we still in Tekken 7, we could still do everything that they did there, but just make that Tekken yep. 6. We still can get a Koba coming in and whooping everybody's ass. We can still get that final confrontation between Kazuya and Heihachi. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, oh man, like bruh. Man, listen, dog. You know, <laughs> hey, we got to do this again, man. We got to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fantasy booking, man. You literally just dropped. You sped up the process for the whole series and made and sense. Because, yeah. because I mean, what is the future of Tekken? You think? I mean, is it like? Do y'all see another Tekken? Like, what can they really do with the next Tekken? Oh man, they're gonna have to make it. They're gonna have to change up the gameplay and 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 basically go back to the basics again with Tekken Eight. You can't beat the roster. The roster is, is is you can't beat the roster. Everyone's in it. So usually after a game, we have a massive roster. You go the next game dramatically changes the gameplay and reduces the not the roster and introduces new characters. So 
that's what it is. Like you said, it's going to be harder top seven. Seven is the best one. Technically, seven is the best one. Oh, man, this shit was fire, bro. This, this was fire. <laughs> I don't and, – and, and I'm keeping real with you, bro. Like, for the, for the listeners out there, we just did this all off with a dome. There was no mm-hmm. plan. Oh, yeah, straight advance. off rip. There was no plan in advance to fantasy book tanking, man. Like, I'm interested. <laughs> like, what are we going to book next, man? What, 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 what's something else that we can book? That we can book All next. Right. I don't know if we can top this one. We might need to go we into did, the arcade. Okay. We did Tekken. <laughs> I have Island. something in the wing later. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Maybe Soul Calibur. Maybe Street Fighter. I don't know, man. Because, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, dog. Like, this, I, I wish they did it that way. And this yeah. all starts. Yeah. This all starts from, from Tekken 3, man. But yeah, dog. With. With, with, with what y'all did with the rankings, I think this only works with Tekken because, like I was saying before, I don't know too many other fighting game series that tier their characters so closely and make them so evenly matched. Mm-hmm. Like with Mortal Kombat, we got our favorites, but we know who the jobbers, we know who the main inventors are. Street Fighter right. is a lot kind of the same way. But mm-hmm. tech, yeah, Tekken, man, we got we got to put some respect on Tekken. The streets need Tekken. We we, we, <laughs> I we, agree. Need, we we need Tekken out here in these streets, man. But you know what mm. I'm saying? How y'all brother? How y'all brothers feeling right now, dog? How you how you feeling down in Florida, man? It's about twelve thirty down there. Yeah, it's getting to twelve thirty, man. With them gators. <laughs> hey, man, we getting our boys knocked out by by Mike Tyson, man. This is. <laughs> the fool was riding on Blue Jet of all things. Oh, Damn, man. money hey. must be real tight. Nah, I mean, look, man. <clears throat> you know, I'm, this is this is what I know. This is Ramadan right now. Mike Tyson was, was fasting. Like, leave that man alone, man. If he's flying Jet Blue, like, nah, leave that man alone. Like, there's a only reason. Florida man would challenge Mike Tyson <laughs> on an airplane. And, and he might me. still lose. <laughs> hey, but the thing is, this is kind of how I look at it. I know Mike Tyson has money. Like, he has one of the biggest podcasts in the world right now. I think mm-hmm. Mike Tyson is just rolling dolo out in public because he knows that you shouldn't be fucking with him like that. Like, he doesn't need to oh, be yeah. flying. Like, Mike Tyson doesn't need to be flying in no, in no jet or rolling around with security or nothing. I mean, he in the street because he just can be out there, man. If you want to, you want to work on that, man. Hey, you know the the joke we used to tell back in the day was like, "Would you let Mike Tyson punch you in the face for a million dollars?" The answer to that is no. <laughs> uh, right? Oh, snap, dude. Yeah, this guy's getting it for free. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> I don't know, man. Trump Trump left the office, and these people still are bold as fuck, man. Like, oh, I don't know, yo. <laughs> it's Florida. Yo, but the thing uh, is, bro. You're the on the way is, to Florida, I think. Or yo, but, but the crazy part of it is, dog, like, Mike only gave him, like, a 25 percenter. He didn't really get mm-hmm. his whole, he didn't really get his shoulder and his hip. Mm-mm. Like, Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? He gave just a little 25 percenter for a million dollars. <laughs> Would you would you let Mike Tyson give you a hook? Would you let him hook you? 
for a million dollars, dog, right on the oh chin. Oh my god, dude. No, full, right? Full percentage, yeah. hell no. <laughs> that million dollars ain't even gonna cover your hospital bills, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you might be you brain dead after that shit. Yeah, man, you out of there. And I'm talking about the 50 year old Mike. I ain't talking about mm. the 30 year old Mike Tyson. God, he, he gonna be like somebody read him a bedtime story. Yo, listen, man. Lee, like at the end of the day, he was right. I'm saying, like, you can't be that bold, man. Leave people alone. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they need Mike Tyson Hawaii, man. Mike my salsa Mike Salsa falls Hawaii. I don't know. You know, you throw a chair at Iron Mike, man, you see what's gonna happen to you, you know? Right. Man, I think it's WWE in Hawaii right now. Yo, it's crazy though, because like now Discord ain't even fucking up no more. You know no, no, they Discord ain't even fucking up no more, man. I don't know what's going on, but I mean, Craig, it's been a good run. You know, if we need you, we'll call you back. But you, you let us down more often than you held us down, Craig. You know, it's it's been a good run on Discord, man. One last thing, you know what I'm saying? One last thing before we get out of here, brothers, because I mean, I don't know about y'all. I'm running on E right now. It's been a long week. Donovan, I know it's been a long week for you too, brother. I just want to say one thing here, man. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to DJ K Slay, man. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. Certified, certified hip hop legend, man. Like the street sweepers, the, the ad libs. We talked about this before last year. <laughs> like the yeah. mixtape era was, was the, my, in my opinion, the last golden era of hip hop was that mm. mixtape era. And, and DJ K Slade, DJ Clue, like these were the dudes oh. that, was, that was really on these mixtapes dropping that, that heat and dropping them dope ass ads. Man, certified legend, man. Rest in power to DJ K Slade, brothers. Y'all got anything else on the way out of here, man? Nah, man, just real sentiments on that, dude. I mean, for real, any any kind of concert or festival you went to, you bought mixtapes from, you you had to you had to get a DJ K slave mixtape. Street sweeper. Mm-hmm. Street sweeper. Damn. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in power, man. Rest in power. True hip hop right there. I mean, I think we I think we managed some good uh some good audio tonight here, man. It's it's, it's been good to get back on, man. You know what I'm saying? This summer, I think I think we'll be on a on a decent recording schedule over the summer, man. We're gonna make up for some for some lost time over the summer, man. I, I'm looking forward to it, brothers. That Doctor Strange yeah, review, yeah. the Doctor Strange review was gonna be much better than the Batman review. Yeah, yeah, and, and we apologize to you, D. Smith, because you were you were actually were trying to keep that Batman review some kind of level quality, and we were just I don't know what we were doing, man, but I. Salutes to you, man, because you actually trying to stay on topic and try to get some kind hey, of quality out of that. I, I, I try. I try. <laughs> you did, but, man. And it's but, okay if you found it better than a dark night. It's Jack okay you found it better than a dark night. It's okay. I will say Uncle Jack was spitting some fire in there. No, but it, was, it was a lot of rambling. Hey, hey, hey it, it, it was, but it, it was still pretty good. What you, your points were still very good and very valid. Couldn't get through the whole joint, man. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, man. Donovan, yeah. did you listen to the whole? I couldn't do it, man. 
I went through the whole thing and tried to put some uh, timestamps to put on YouTube, and I, and I just never did. <laughs> yeah, from now on, bro, like, like, like Donovan was saying, man, sixty minutes, sixty, 60 minutes. minutes. Oh. I don't care how big the movie point. is. <laughs> yeah, for for the movie reviews, it's sixty minutes, man. But I'm literally gonna put a timer on my phone from from yeah. the start to finish, like sixty minutes, and just keep an eye out and put in the damn uh, the Discord how much time we got left on this shit. Yeah, brother. Yeah, just, oh, I I can't believe we did a three hour. We did a review as long as the movie. Like, oh wait, we, it was. It, it, I thought it was two hours. We did three. That shit was like two hours and, and thirty minutes. Shit. <laughs> look at that! Shit. Look, look at that episode. Hold on, let me put on Spotify real quick. Damn, because you thought it was it was, it was long, man. It felt long, bro. I mean, long. that's a record, but it, it ain't it ain't a good one. You know what I mean? Like to Not do a, a a fucking three hour movie review. Let's see, Matt Reeves Joker. Where's that? Hey, but next the time, Batman. Okay, it was okay. Two hours. You're two hours and thirty one minutes, man. Nah, man, there ain't there, two hours and thirty-one minutes. There's no movie. Long. It's the movie. There's no movie. Like, like, well, like I said, it worked. We did it with the Eternals, and I don't know how it worked when we did it with the Eternals, but yeah, man, no review for any movie needs to be two hours and thirty-one. Nah, man. Nah. We did. <laughs> nah. <laughs> the review is just as long as the damn film. That's that's not good. That's, nah, nah, nah. But Wait. it is what it is, man. It is what it is, man. Careful, Ezra Miller might be near you. He's more dangerous than me. Even Goku would struggle against him.